0: Here we are again, episode three of Get Emotional with Hawthorne Heights. Welcome back. This is your first time listening. That's awesome. If you've listened to every one of these, that's also awesome. Uh, Make sure you go on your podcast thing of choice. Uh, Give us five stars. If you like us, give us five stars. If you don't like us, just turn this off. Don't give us one star. Nobody does that. Um. And then tell your friends about it, rate it, give it a review, all that good stuff. Uh, that would be awesome. couple things before we start the show. Here's some stuff that Hawthorne Heights has going on right now. We've got on Monday, July 13th at 8.30 p.m. So if you're hearing this on Sunday, that is tomorrow. Um, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, we've got If Only You Were Lonely Homeschool. Uh, we did "Silent in Black and White, and it was all uphill. Uh, if Only You Were Lonely has some downward spiraling so that'll be an exciting one uh this is a one-time show one time only so go to our website um, or go to our store hawthornheightstore.com grab tickets i think there's a couple of those left as i'm recording this uh the week after july 21st on tuesday we are going to be playing a concert at a drive-in we're going to be at Vandel drive-in in middle point ohio That is like Indiana border-ish, kind of north of Dayton. So, yeah, if you live near there, please come out to that. That'll be awesome and interesting. Uh, The day after that, Wednesday, July 22nd, we have a Web Store Appreciation online show. Uh, Basically how that works, if you go to our store any time before that and spend $10, that is the ticket price. There's also tickets on there. But if you spend $10 or more, you will get into that show. Um, yeah, make sure you use your email you have a Facebook with. If, you, if you're if you using a different email, put the uh, Facebook email or your Facebook email in the notes. That'll help us out. And then Thursday, July 23rd, so the day after that, will be at Tiffin Drive-In in Tiffin, Ohio. So that's uh, Northern Ohio, Finley area, Toledo, Finley, around there. So if you're in town or around those areas, these will at least be really interesting shows. So yeah, uh, we've been a band for 16 years. We've never played a drive-in and we're going to do two in one week. So if you can come out to that and experience something new with us, that would be great if you're near the area. All right, I think that wraps up everything we got going on. Just a little reminder, I think we are gonna do a podcast, just the four of us, where we're gonna be with each other for the drive-in shows. So I think we're just gonna record one, uh, no live audience for that one. But uh, after that, we'll be back on the schedule of having everybody in there and we'll have fun together. All right, so that about wraps that up. This episode is everything involving coffee and Hawthorne Heights love for our favorite beverage. Also at the end of this podcast, The three of the guys, Mark, Poppy, and JT, did a coffee tasting for a coffee we're releasing. Keep your eyes peeled for that. That'll be on all of our socials and all that. You'll see it. Uh, But the tasting, I had JT record it, so the whole thing is at the end of this. So if you have any interest in knowing what a coffee cupping sounds like, uh, if you want to learn something about coffee, make sure you stay around till the end. It'll be after the credits, so just wait it out and... I hope you enjoy that. So let's get on to the show. This is coffee. (laughs) JT, I'll spotlight you for your little adventure you're about to go on. Here you go.
1: Right here, because this podcast is all about uh, beverages, our favorite beverages, which is coffee, but unfortunately, we're having this conversation so late at night that we can't be pounding coffee. Poppy is the only one Poppy. of us that can even consider it.
2: Oh, yeah. so, JT, I'm, I don't care about your you,
0: drink. Poppy, are you pounding some coffee? No, but what I might
2: do at some point during, like maybe an advertisement or something, I might go make some.
3: Because I'm kind of during, I'm during a what? During a what?
2: <laughs> an advertisement. <laughs> that's what I thought you said. <laughs> that's right. That's a that's a callback to a few uh, a few somethings ago.
0: <laughs> a few <Yeah>. chats ago. <laughs> All right. I we're, want good to, we're good to go poppy is the only one of us that can and will drink coffee this late at night i ain't okay. touching the stuff
2: yeah no if i no. smell it i'll
0: be up all night
2: i only had one cup today and that's not nearly enough
0: yep i did too i only had Man. one cup but i'm a one i'm a one a day sometimes two sometimes i go for a little banger
1: if i had a cup right now i'd have to mainline melatonin <laughs> to come back down by the way, I would, be, I would literally be, I would have the moon on my back <laughs> spinning.
0: We should do it. We should drink coffee. We should all drink coffee and just stay on here until we're tired. Oh my God. <laughs> how how about this? so long. How do, about, do you how, remember? How
2: about, I will go make coffee and it'll be the test. Can I go to bed before 1. A.M. <laughs> there you go.
1: I love it. Do you remember I'll when do. that was, that was like, when we were young, that was just some shit that you did.
3: Oh yeah. Like I it know. didn't,
1: yeah. it, it didn't affect you whatsoever. <clears throat> it's not like you were like, Hey man, I'm gonna have five cups of coffee. You want to stay up all night? If you drank five cups of coffee, you'd go right to bed. If you drank, yep. you know, 10 Cokes, you go right to bed does not matter. But now it fucking matters. Yeah, it it matters. absolutely matters.
0: No, I used to be able to go, we would just go, Hey meet uh, bunch of friends when I was like 20, they'd be like meet at sunshine. We'd go to sunshine cafe in Middletown. And we would sit there and drink coffee from like nine at night until like three in the morning, go to bed and go to school at eight.
1: YOLO. We were (laughs) just
0: so not possible. (laughs) And we would, we would take like a little chess board. Like we would just sit there and drink coffee all night and play chess and then go to school at eight in the morning. I've, if I had, if I thought about drinking a cup of coffee right now, I'd be, it'd be over for me. I'd be just sitting there. I'd be just sitting there all night just watching TV till like four in the morning.
1: I'm telling you, man, the moon would be spinning off my (laughs) teeth.
0: It'd be so terrible.
1: (laughs) Spinning off my teeth. By the way,
0: real quick, Andrew in the chat while we were in the waiting room, Andrew was like, I just drink K cups. I have all my coffee stuff next to me in case I need to show something. (laughs) This. A half hour ago I would have said, You drink K cups, but after looking at all this crap <laughs> I think it's I think he's onto it. Like I think Andrew
1: Andrew, let me ask you this. If you happen to have an addictive personality, this might not be the podcast for you <laughs> because you're living that easy K cub life K cup life. Matt's about to send you into two thousand dollars worth of fucking heavy duty barista shit <laughs> oh,
0: my most expensive thing this is so stupid my most expensive thing i have is this thing which is a uh coffee vacuum thing that's the it most holds
3: expensive your beans. thing that yeah. holds? holds your beans right
2: my most expensive
0: hey, thing is so worthless
1: <laughs> let's just not get out of bag. let's not get out of order though
0: no no I, I just wanted to say like i'm not gonna drop some three thousand dollar item
1: Order in the King's court. Let's not get out of yeah, order.
0: Yeah. I'm not going to, uh, there will be no, we've already talked about this today. There will be no dropping of hundred dollar items on this podcast. <laughs> there are hundred dollar items. Do you want them? Maybe. Do you need them? Definitely not.
1: Yes. So, uh, this entire episode and conversation is going to be about our favorite beverage called coffee and I'm going to do the monologue right now. August 22nd, 2004. Iowa City, Iowa. Hardcore vs. Emo. In the early 2000s and before, All genres could be found at small club shows. Not everything was so separate. Punk, emo, metal, and hardcore bands were all blended together. If you sang or screamed to palm-muted, distorted guitars, you were welcome here. And that's one of the reasons that we chased the sun. When you got into that van, you felt the camaraderie. You felt invincible. You felt that you belonged to a special little society of tattooed skin who didn't belong anywhere else. The outsiders. The outcasts. And that's why you hopped into a van packed to the hilt with way too much gear and your axles groaning down the highway because you weren't afraid of anything you were chasing the sun. You wanted to be in that room with as many people who looked like you as possible. Back then, people still looked at you funny when you had tattoos. In 2004, we would play any show with anyone, anywhere. Sometimes it got us into trouble. Sometimes it was a total home run, a true golden moment we still talk about to this day. This particular time, we were at Gabe's Oasis in Iowa City, Iowa, a venue that we have played many times, and I remember every one of those shows and every single stair we had to climb, carrying guitar cabs in the slushy Iowa winters. No wonder Slipknot is so pissed. Well, we didn't play with Slipknot on that faithful night. But we did play with Throwdown. One of the best, most honest hardcore bands in the history of the genre. To be honest, we thought we were going to get beat up by their fans. We were a new band, just starting to make a name for ourselves. and We had the task of playing directly before them. Of course, we got into town early because we drove through the night. Just another exhausted day for the outcasts and our shiny gold Ford Econoline van that our label supposedly paid for. We didn't know when we would get to sleep again, so we needed a pick-me-up. We needed some juice. Casey and I walked through the sleepless fog because he had a T-Mobile sidekick and he wanted to go to Starbucks. I had never even been to Starbucks. I didn't drink coffee, or energy drinks, but I needed something, and Casey was happy to help. This was a true watershed moment for me, and I remember it well. I ordered a black coffee, and he ordered a caramel macchiato. And as we talked about getting beat up by hardcore fans of Throwdown, I just realized something. I think I hate coffee. And I think I'm scared of hardcore. So I took a sip of Casey's fancy drink. And it turns out that I just hate Starbucks' burnt-tired-flavored roast. Luckily, I didn't make a snap decision and swear off coffee for life. Because I've grown to love coffee and its different nuances. I've also grown to love the hardcore scene with their wonderful message, ethics, and their nuanced breakdowns. The truth is that I didn't understand either at the time, and I was afraid of both. As it turns out, in 2004, Throwdown fans from Iowa had heard the Silver Bullet demo because that song went off. We met the band before the show, and they were so nice. It was one of those small moments in time that have happened a thousand times this moment seemed to shine just a little brighter for some reason. Since it happened, we've always had this joke that Hawthorne Heights got adopted into the hardcore scene that day, because the courage a cup of coffee gave us. They probably don't even remember playing that show with us, but they gave us the confidence to play to any crowd, and not judge anybody by the way they look in the pit. Seems more appropriate now than ever. Thank you throwdown for my family forever
0: Love that Can you I, remember, I uh, you remember, you remember Can I that, come man? clean? Can I come clean with you? when you uh when you said Gabe's Oasis, the name rung a bell, but I have no recollection of that. I looked up a uh I googled it, and I have no yeah. idea what that venue is you well, we just we, we
1: just played it recently, and it's like metal stairs that you have to climb all the way up the back of the venue um
0: Is it the one with the floor where Rosedale played
1: no, no, that's no. the that's the second worst load in of all time that's the uh, warehouse in uh yeah. wisconsin lacrosse La wisconsin
2: remember um, that it, i want to say that you fell down the stairs loading or you slipped on the stairs loading out we loaded out and it was kind of snowy and rainy
4: you went to get the van and we were trying to load out and the other gear, the other van started loading so we couldn't load out right away and you were waiting by the van in the rain
2: Why are you laughing? Can you hear me?
0: You go, yeah. you're like, you go get the van, you slip down the stair. That's every day as far as I.
2: Well, (laughs) well, I remember specifically this, uh, this show. We, I thought that you fell really, I know you, you do fall a lot now that that I say that. I'm like, Oh my God. And you fell this time and you fell this time. That time you slid uh, down
4: that McDonald's, the side of that McDonald's.
0: That, the worst one was still the french fry one. going to canada when i went yeah. to starbucks i was like oh we're getting gas i'm gonna run to the starbucks boom injured for three weeks yeah then yeah. i played the worst show of my life the next day Mon- or next city it was unbelievable yeah.
2: gabe's oasis is the only venue in the world i seem to remember
0: yep it's the only one i don't <laughs> I have well, no clue. Hey, it was just a, so you know. a wild time and a wild show
2: you did it i got a, I got a cup of coffee you did. There he is, my man. Well, there at least at
0: least we're okay. Three of us are frauds, but thank <laughs> you for keeping us as a group, not frauds.
2: Eight yes. fifty-one PM. I don't have to be up until nine o'clock to be at work by ten, so I'm good.
0: You know what? You're you're young. You'll bounce back.
2: That's right. I'm the youngest <laughs> we, in the group.
1: <laughs> yeah, we always back. do. We always do. Um, well,
2: I got a long day ahead of me tomorrow.
1: Well, this let's let's go gearing up. Let's go around the room. What have we all been doing? What's been going on since the last podcast?
0: I'll go, I'll go first. The, my mission, uh, I've been doing a bunch of stuff, but most of it's boring. My mission lately in the last week, especially. Okay. If I say a food that I'd have no interest in to you guys, what would you say it is? I'm sure I've, this is my personality, by the way. I'll say I hate something, and then I become obsessed with it about three weeks later.
2: <laughs> so, Cilantro.
0: No, no, I'm, I'm off cilantro. <laughs> I hate that. I don't know. But, okay, so pasta. I find pasta mundane, so boring. I'm like, if there's any restaurant, I'm like, pasta sucks. It's stupid. So what I've been doing is I've been watching YouTube videos on, like, old-school Italian pasta recipes and making them. And now I have a pasta obsession going on. You know, uh, cacio e pepe, uh, (laughs) pasta al limon, like those kind of things where it's like three ingredients and you make a sauce with like a dance between pasta, water and cheese. I have become obsessed with that. That idea.
1: Well, azoles is still open. (laughs) Love
4: it. it. Value.
0: Okay. So I, here's what did it. I was like cacio e pepe. I was talking to Lunsford about it. And uh, I watched like three things making food for me and Leah. I fucked it up four times completely. I mean, I was like, oh, this is good. And it wasn't good. And then one time I made it good and realized how terrible the other ones were. And now that has started an obsession. So the
1: nuances.
0: Yep. Of getting that damn, of making sauce out of water and cheese. What a weird idea. Um, yeah. So that's what. <clears throat> Everything else I've been doing is boring as hell. But that's it. If anybody is if anybody's wondering, there's a YouTube channel called Not Another Cooking Show. And it's this guy that does really good instructional stuff. His videos are really good. Um, he like shows how you make it. Then he talks about why he's using certain ingredients. Then he goes to uh, the actual recipe part. There's no measuring. You just have to cross your fingers and hope. So that's what I've been doing. Minus very the nice. mundane shit I've been doing, but that's not worth, that's not very podcast worthy. This <laughs> is boring as hell. What so about who's you, next?
3: Pompey?
2: Yeah. Me, man, I've been, I have, I got some, I got a bicycle and a motorcycle. And boy, <laughs> have I been riding both of them. Uh, yeah, a lot of, a lot of motorcycle riding. I've actually had a little bit of free time. So... Like I'm not working 10 hours a day. So when I come home, sometimes I take the bike out, take my pick. Sometimes I get on one that pedals. Sometimes I get on one that's powered and I just go.
0: And I do a callback. Did you, have you sneezed yet? no but i think about it every time (laughs) i'm riding that for that first sneeze i want you to pull over and call me and go it wasn't that bad or say it was the scariest fucking thing that's ever happened to me
2: i did do something yesterday i rode me jt and mark went swimming uh during the afternoon yesterday but when i got up i was like i'm gonna go i'm gonna go ride and i just rode like out to xenia and i hit a spot where my like my golfer's elbow like flared up and it started hurting really bad and I'm doing like 60 and I like started shaking my arm out to like release the pain and I was like oh no no don't do that you're on a motorcycle you're <laughs> gonna wreck
4: you're a wild man
2: I, I'm i not wild I'm just
0: you know what happens if my elbow flares up in a car
2: <laughs> just, just nothing just put <laughs> just it nothing. up to the
0: air conditioning and fucking just <laughs> grab my drink out of the cup holder and continue my day
2: well holding, holding holding the handlebars makes it worse yeah. like just it's so bad
0: oh yeah you're really selling me on this keep going hey, <laughs> it's really great <laughs> sounds great
2: you know what's, you know it's funny uh well it's not funny <laughs> so carry on <laughs> Mark.
4: Uh, i've just been hanging out i did some work around the house this weekend which is kind of boring to talk about but a couple projects that I haven't had time to finish so I took the holiday weekend to finish it and worked on some music uh attended my first uh is the terminology cupping coffee cupping I cup yeah we'll talk more about that later in this episode but that was fun um and then I have not been swimming probably since at some point on tour with you guys and Sunday I got to go swimming with uh JT and Poppy and our families and it was it was fun it was a nice little relaxing day and it felt good to actually get out and get some sun and get tired i not yeah. it's it's a special kind of tired you know the night when you've been swimming and in the sun all day i haven't had that oh, in a yeah. while it's, it's fantastic tiring. yeah
2: but you're you're right like i i don't think i had been swimming since we were on tour probably at a hotel or like
3: yeah or a beach you
2: know yeah at a something like that i don't yeah i only go swimming with you guys
4: <laughs> i don't one always of us, swim. one of us
2: needs a pool <laughs> Yeah. I got a kiddie pool now. That's a thing. Did you blow it up yesterday, or did Anna blow it up? She got she got
4: the pump out today. <laughs> Heck, yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah!
0: I still got a sw- I got a kiddie pool in a box, so I know about that. I haven't got I haven't done the whole get the pump out part yet. Yeah, I think that, that was, step that was that's step one, right? I believe yeah. so. <laughs> step one: <laughs> buy the pool. Step two: get the pump out. Step mm-hmm. three: pump the pool. JT, what you been doing?
1: Well, you know me, Matt, Saturday was uh, July 4th. So I've been, uh, you know, just organizing my own right to form a well-armed militia. And uh, you know, just watching fireworks and stuff. The militia now,
0: traded in their guns for fireworks, <laughs> as far as I know. Cause it's been yeah. unreal.
1: Um, <clears throat> we, did a- we did actually have fireworks in Troy and uh, it was nice. You know, we walked down with our family, all masked up and ready to go. Uh, But it was cool. And uh, our friend Nick Corns, his family uh, was in town. So we took them to Ludlow Falls and like swam in the creek, caught crawdads. It was a nice, uh, I don't know, I guess you could say country moment, a nice... uh, put your phones away and not even consider the rest of the world. Um, And the coolest thing about it is it was uh, in an area to where like you don't see anybody, you don't hear anybody and it like, it almost looks like you're in like a movie like Stand By Me and it's just you and like leaves falling and like you can almost hear them hit the water. It's just, it was great, it was a good time.
0: Nice, that's awesome. I, I do I, uh,
2: plan on popping over there one day for lunch. I'm just gonna drive out there and see if I can really take that in. Yeah,
0: for lunch.
3: Yeah.
2: Here's
3: my here's my Let's view a of picnic. Picnic here's, over
0: there. Here's my view of fireworks because every Fourth of July and New Year's it's basically dog babysitting because dog my dog hates them like freaks yeah, them man, the fuck out runs around. So here's my view on fireworks. If you like fireworks, that means you don't have dogs, and if you don't have dogs, fuck you. <laughs> wow, that's it like our 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 neighborhood was just exploding uh did yeah. you see the aerial vi- the aerial yes. view of la
1: yes it was hilarious
0: i okay if if anyone in the la government listens to this podcast i've got an idea okay <laughs> if you're in los angeles you say we have a brand new announcement being nice to everyone you see is now illegal and watch how nice LA gets instantly. If you make anything illegal in that city, they are gonna go <laughs> buck wild with it. So they said no fireworks and they go watch this. But it's it's like anything, it's in the county I'm in, it's illegal, The set, you go one second outside of our county, boom, fireworks stand. <laughs> like, I mean, it's instant. So far,
1: um, I also threw my back out the other day. Doing what, basketball? And, uh, no, just fucking <laughs> bending down to p- bending down to pick up the night crawlers, <laughs> and I just like—I
3: uh,
1: no, know—I just twisted in like some sort of weird position, and it, man, <clears throat> it was brutal.
0: Do you ever think of what your back would feel like if you didn't hold a guitar for sixteen years?
1: I know. I, I, I think about that all the time. I think if we weren't either riding in a van, sitting in an airplane, riding on a bus, like. If we weren't doing all of that and then playing like heavy ass guitars. Yep. An Washing, hour and and a then, night,
2: And then add, add something else in carrying the gear. In yeah, exactly.
0: Hour. If you, if you, if you told a doctor, what's the worst thing I could do for my back? They would say, well, I'd say the worst thing you could do is ride in a van for four hours, carry heavy stuff and then hold a guitar.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: And then carry heavy stuff again and then ride the van again. I bet yeah, I'd be, yes. I bet I'd be three inches taller. If I didn't first <laughs> Dude, a band.
4: Yeah, it'd be I unbelievable.
0: I, I
1: think I was six foot five when we started the band.
0: <laughs> yeah, considering what I've done for so many to- so many years, <laughs> my back feels great. Considering because I can't think of anything worse. Oh yeah, I mean I don't know. Uh,
1: other than that, other than that, mm-hmm. uh, it's been cool. The weather's been good in Troy, and uh, I pretty much like you know we we've missed out on a lot of crazy things because of touring nonstop and you don't, the things that you don't really uh, recognize are the tiniest, tiniest things like sitting on your porch in the summer and just having a beverage and looking out and enjoying your neighborhood or whatever.
0: Yeah. uh, You mean normal stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I will say
2: we would be home from tour right now or like, we would be heading home we would probably be home today so we would get to do that it's been nice having it but we would have had all the rest of the summer to do it so i really wish we would have been able to yeah, go on tour yeah, and now because we would have had actually had the summer off this year
4: yeah
2: and and be able to do that starting starting today be like we wouldn't have to do anything but just relax so that's yeah.
1: that's
2: a and damn we would, shame
0: and we would have earned a living
2: yeah, we would. Yeah, we would have been able just to relax. <laughs> but we, we probably just, wouldn't be
0: doing this podcast. We wouldn't be doing. We wouldn't be doing.
2: There's good and bad in it, but yeah, I will say your porch is looking real nice.
1: Thanks, like, it, man. My, it's a nice my upgrade from
2: what it
5: was.
1: My wife's been knocking it out of the park. Uh, she's essentially been upgrading every portion of our house and uh, doing an, an awesome job. Um, That's because
2: people have been tipping your paypal right
3: of course (laughs) speaking of
1: speaking of uh speaking of earning a living and tipping our paypal and everything i got an advertisement coming for you guys right now and then we'll get into the coffee talk that was a decent segue yeah this is (laughs) this is advertisement number one Did you used to listen to Hawthorne Heights when you were in high school? You realize that's a backhanded comment, right? Did the doctor do an excellent job cutting your umbilical cord when you were born? Do you want to show off his surgical handiwork? Who doesn't love a perfectly symmetrical belly button? Who doesn't love the perfect emo band? What does midriff even mean? Do you prefer the term navel? Well. We have the perfect new product for you. Hawthorne Heights Crop Tops. Designed to make you look HOT. That's H A W T, like at the beginning of Hawthorne. Available now at HawthorneHeightsStore.com. Also available on layaway at J Mart. All right, that's Crop Tops. There it That'll is. Give you a crop Tops. Of them. Is,
0: that a cur- is that a frog? That's a frog. My, my dog is eating this right now, and I'm, I'm trying to, like, I'm inspecting it, making sure he's licking it and not actually eating it. So that's it. Uh, right. that's, that's the kind – that's an example of something that will be cut out of the podcast when it releases. Yes.
1: <laughs> we'll put that – I'll record a nice version of it. Matt will have some background music. Yeah, uh, And you'll hear about the krautops.
0: Real quick, if everybody uh, – I'm going to do a screen share – we have a new shirt. JT, you want to talk about this shirt?
1: Yeah, yeah. I would like to talk about this shirt. This shirt is specifically for you guys. It's specifically for the podcast listeners.
0: It's a really and nice there shirt. there we
1: go. Yeah, Hawthorne Heights Get Emotional, the T-shirt. So all of you uh, that are loyal's and that are always tuning in every week, that's a special shirt for you guys to um, – <clears throat> Just show you that we care and that we uh, want to try and grow this podcast as much as possible, and for you guys to get emotional. There's our so, uh,
0: there's our sponsor for the evening is uh, us. yes
1: Hawthorne Heights <laughs> Hawthorne Heights Store dot com. It is time to talk about. It's time. Coffee, or <clears throat> Java. or a cup of joe real quick to start
0: this out i'm gonna i'm gonna fire a shot can i fire a shot you can shoot okay since (laughs) okay our band has always been into coffee i'm the only one that has never said i'm taking this tour off No, i'm on you guys have all had your moments. Oh, you like where you you're like oh I'm drinking little I'm drinking chamomile on this tour. Don't give <laughs> me
1: that shit. You were drinking mushrooms six months ago. Hey, mushroom, <laughs> mus-
0: mushroom, what? Mushroom coffee.
1: Mushroom
0: coffee. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But I'm, I'm not also, like oh I'm kind of just I'm doing stuff with lavender in it this month.
2: I'm gonna say <laughs> this: trying to not do coffee on tour or in my life. Was the worst decision I've ever made.
0: A horrible. It's it was. Horrible.
2: It was. It was the worst three weeks of my life. When did
0: you play the worst shows you've ever played?
2: And well, a circle
0: takes a square. Yeah, <laughs> Jacksonville, Florida,
2: 2014. But do you I remember? Got the plane ticket.
0: Do you remember when you broke down and you're like, "I gotta have. I'm gonna have a cup tomorrow. I don't. I don't know yeah. what's going on. <laughs> I forgot yeah, it that. was.
2: <laughs> it was Garden Grove, Cal. Or was it Garden Grove, California? Was it the next? Was it the day before? <laughs> it was the day before. I played the worst show. Was it the Roxy?
1: At the Roxy. It was yeah. the Roxy. Yes.
2: Oh my God. What a
4: shit
1: worst show. show at our favorite venue. Yep. In front there were of, all of Los
0: Angeles.
4: There were definitely some of- looks on stage passed around that day or night. God.
0: And I think it was like song one that you messed up. So it's like, okay, put your seatbelt on. Here we go. Here we
4: go. I looked over at you, Matt, and you go, oh no. <laughs> yeah. oh
3: like, no he didn't oh,
2: have
4: a cup no. of coffee today
0: oh no <laughs> I, I
2: didn't have coffee that entire tour
0: yeah well and you, and, and you that decided, was... it's because y'all want to try something new every tour like, no, no thanks no, no. To, favorite, be fair. The cafe. to be <laughs> fair way. i've
4: only i've only done it without coffee twice and it was because i was getting up to like three plus cups a day and we were going to europe and i knew that i could scale it back there because
1: i wasn't into the americano
0: thing Right. Oh, it's, seriously. It's tough out there, man. It's hard out here, man.
1: <laughs> seriously, that that was... I don't know if you guys have ever seen Multiplicity, the movie, or House, House of Cosby's. It's essentially the same thing, the old internet uh, thing. But uh, Poppy, that was the dumbest version of
0: Poppy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, he was clueless. Like, everything would happen, and he'd be about three minutes late to realizing it was real life. Like, you would... <laughs> Something would happen to you and you'd be like, oh, what was that? Like, it was just, you were just behind. Something had to get you back in.
3: Yeah. so we're
0: pretty funny um, looking back at it. But on the stage at the Roxy, knowing you got another hour to play, not exactly the best time I've ever had.
1: Yeah. Um, so I told you guys in the monologue when my first time having coffee was, and, you know, I'm not saying that I I never had it before or never took a sip of anybody's, but I I wasn't a coffee drinker until that day. Uh, so let's uh, talk a little bit from your guys' perspective when you remember actually getting into coffee and, and moving past that, like, ickiness stage, you know, because if you just drink it for the first time, it's pretty bitter. It has a a natural reaction for you to go, Ooh, I don't like that. Dump some sugar into this shit or I'm
0: out.
3: You know? Yeah.
0: I mean, right. it's, Tiffany just nailed it in the chat, like college, when you're in college, you just kind of have to, it just kind of comes with it. That's when I got, that's not when I got into coffee, but that's when I drank coffee. I was drinking shitty coffee, but I was doing it cause you have to study and fucking stay up and hang yeah. out and do all that bullshit.
4: Yeah, it was kind of the same for me i had had it in high school and stuff but it was kind of like yeah whatever and then it wasn't until like starting to work like going to college and starting to work and stuff i i was always kind of a a late night guy i would still play shows on the weekend weekends with my band and and would work early so i just started drinking coffee and it was always like crap gas station coffee but you just get used to drinking coffee every morning it's kind of the thing it was never it was never really good until the last few years or last ten years.
1: I'd like to hear from the addict, please.
2: I'm gonna take you guys. So uh, net, full <laughs> disclaimer, I'm forty-four, so let's I'm gonna take you back to when I was eight or nine years old. I tried to pinpoint <laughs> this. I would I would have been I would have been in like third, fourth grade, give or take. My mom, before she dropped me off like the sitters or whoever's house I was going to, because she worked real early. She would go to Hardee's. We would get a rise and shine breakfast, biscuits and gravy. It came with a cup of coffee. So she liked her coffee light and sweet. So, of course, I'm going to try that. That's that's what I'm going to have. I drank coffee every morning before school for as long as I can remember after that point. So like at nine, I'm drinking not coffee. I'm drinking like milk and sugar with coffee in it, but it started like... (laughs) It started my path.
1: But what you're telling we're, me Hold on, I'm still, the at story, <laughs> I'm still at Hardy's. I'm still at Hardy's. Hold on. But, but Hardy's
2: Rise and Shine that, Breakfast.
1: The story that we just told about you fucking up that tour last year because you weren't drinking coffee. It's because <laughs> you hadn't not drank coffee since you were fucking eight. How many years is
3: that? A lot. A lot.
2: <laughs> it's a Matt, lot. It's like, Matt, it's like, thir- 30, it's 34. <laughs> 34 years I've been drinking coffee. And I don't, Thirty-four geez. years. the <laughs> only time I've ever really quit is when I've gotten sick. And it's only been for like a week. I'll go right back on. I'll like take that week off. But, but we're not talking about like, that's not, that's coffee, but it's not coffee. You know, like I definitely got... I feel like in the last, whatever, 10 years, like I've been drinking black coffee, but when I was a kid, you just want something that, you want something that tastes (laughs) like a coffee candy. And that's what I was making. And it was incredible. Yeah. But like my dad, when I went to my dad's house, there was a pot of coffee on all the time. And I mean, 10 o'clock, somebody's up, let's make a pot of coffee. It was all (laughs) of the time. And it was shit, shit coffee coffee and cigarettes all the all the time
1: Cigs. yeah
2: baby. <laughs> coffee and cigarettes
1: you know what's <laughs> hilarious it's hilarious that like you either rebel against your family or you embrace exactly mm. what they're doing cuz that's all yeah. you know
3: mm-hmm.
1: and my god man
3: my, well, if, my if, bo- if
0: somebody says coffee and hardies, you know cigarettes the trifecta
3: <laughs> i mean you know
0: cigarettes is coming come on and you can't be like was... oh good we had coffee we had hardy's and then we went to for a little game of backgammon it's not gonna happen it's six <laughs> my,
2: my mom was definitely smoking back then still so i was i was taking a few drags here and there <laughs> yes. Yes.
1: my god you are insane
2: so let's talk about who knows what Hardee's is? Are, do they even still exist?
0: Yeah, they're around. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Dave. Car-
2: it's Carl's Jr. or On the West is that Coast. Right? Okay. Some yeah, days. it's like so something
1: like it's like after, uh, like, Colorado or something.
2: It becomes Carl's Jr. It,
1: yeah, but it's owned by the same company though. Yeah. They yeah. just the problem is they weren't allowed to use the name Hardee's because I think there already was one or something. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, so they had to change it but it's it's it is the same company
0: what's worse than growing up with hardy's knowing hardy's history which G- <laughs> <laughs> he's like let Damn. me tell you a little something about hardy's back well, in 1935 know, there was a place in hardy's west of denver that was
1: <laughs> you know me i'm a Hardee's file i always have been <laughs> i
2: i will say they they have like when i think of like a coffee mug you know when you got a waffle house or like even denny's would they have used diner mugs like yeah. I don't know, but like we had Hardee's Rise and Shine diner mugs at my house. We bought them, and they were in like Dave those. They were, the, they were those really good diner mugs that almost never break. Like my mom probably still has them in storage somewhere.
0: Full well.
3: <clears throat> on
1: Hardee's.
2: Well, yeah. Brian
0: Guzmano, you wanted a sponsor, and now you got it. Hardee's somehow. <laughs> Somehow you got Hardy's as the sponsor. Br- you- this
1: podcast brought to you by specifically the Rise and Shine breakfast from Hardee's. Just- would you consider anybody that works at Hardy's a barista? No. I think they got fleas.
0: <laughs> I would say, uh, like, okay, do you think, back to the coffee thing, do you think... Well, I might be just telling myself this. Do you think it's the caffeine or the routine that makes you love it?
2: The routine.
0: Yeah, it's definitely yeah, the routine. Same. It's the same. It's funny because coffee and cigarettes are in the same world and they're oh, both yeah. probably eighty percent routine, twenty percent addiction. But yeah. it's it's I, mean, uh, it's I think we're
2: addic- I think we're addicted to the routine. It's like like there are days when I would much rather, even if I don't have the time or don't or I want more, I would rather make a cup than go buy a cup. <clears throat> yep. Because it brings in the routine. And oh, then there's the other The routine days of making
0: I, it is so much better than buying it.
2: Yeah. Like I, I will gladly go buy a cup of coffee and have no problem doing that. But I but you do lose you lose that aspect that becomes it's kind of cooking, you know, people that love to cook, they love to cook because they like the process of it.
0: Mm-hmm. I I change my ta- ratio all the time. So I'm like constantly on the search, but the, the funny thing is in the back of my head, I know I'm searching for something I'll never find, but that's part of the fun of the search it's the game. Yeah. It's part of the fun. All,
2: I guess you're also talking differently. If you're speaking about somebody who does a K cup thing versus somebody who's doing some sort of pour over or a press, like if you're just putting something in a machine and closing the lid, you kind of like you're not really you don't you have a routine but it's not in depth
0: yeah but you can still like change flavors and stuff like that there's still stuff to there's still there's still a hunt involved but so what is what go ahead mark i was speaking
4: of the hunt i think a lot of people it's it's routine in the morning so that's like i don't have my coffee in the morning but for us i always felt like when we were touring a bunch before you know pre-covid like i I felt like the routine of getting coffee every day after we loaded in, like on days where we were just tied on time and didn't get to do that, I would get real antsy and like everything felt weird. And I don't think it was as much, I think it was part of partly not getting coffee, but I think it was part of just like that became such a routine for us on
0: tour. Yeah, because like, the,
1: a change in routine. It's like a bookmark.
4: Just, yeah.
1: And yeah. it, it just, it knocks you, it knocks you out of whack just for a second. and makes you but you can't pinpoint it you can't be like oh it's because I haven't had my coffee and it's not because your brain and your body is like if you don't have your coffee you're not going to be able to play it's just it's one brick that you just kind of took out from your daily schedule
4: Well, that was like a big part of decompressing on tour from us it was like your whole day is spent traveling in the vehicle to get there and then when you get there you've got to load and essentially work and perform but we'd always have like an hour or two. And that's when we would always go and get coffee. So I just mm-hmm. associated that with like. Time to, to be honest, breath, hang out.
0: to be honest, everywhere we go with every venue we play within, within 10 minutes, there's a coffee shop. Is there anything else that there would be? Like if we did something like, oh, we go to the mall. There's not a mall close to these venues. No, uh, every go other, to other a band comic book drinks. store. Like what would you yeah. do? Yeah, a bar, a bar. Every, a bar.
1: Yeah, every other yeah. band drinks.
2: And and they can probably do that at the venue if they
4: want. Like, oh, we
1: they can They just load sit in backstage like, and drink.
4: Yeah, and just hang out. Yeah. Well, co- coffee's great because it's something we all enjoy. But it's like it's something that we can go do, and typically it's in a nice, look, you know, a nice place. It's clean, and you can go in, and and all of us can do whatever we want to do. So, if like some of us want to play Switch or some of us want to just work on the internet or do whatever, it's a way to we can all. Go enjoy something we all enjoy, but everybody kind of gets their time to get something else done before the show.
0: Yeah,
3: I mean, we I'm also gonna,
0: do I'm it gonna, to work. We use it for work because yeah, they have tables do. and electric. Yeah,
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna kick off something like maybe the next part of this, Mark. Since you just brought that up, like when you go to get coffee, like what are you looking for? What's your what's your coffee of choice, like flavor wise or whatever? For, and for let's me?
1: let's let's preface that really quickly, Mark, by saying, just about anything's on the table. You know what I mean? Not from a specific coffee shop, but like if you could have stop. the same drink every day, yeah, like what what are you looking for?
0: We will get Mark's answer here in just one second. But first, here's a performance by JT of the song Starlighter. It's just him and an acoustic. So enjoy the song and we'll get right back to the show. <laughs>
6: Summer falling apart Left the windows open The rain did fall Slept with the lights on In my clothes Blurred lines like a pig. Dying. Opened up like the sky, for it got too dark My heart sank like the sun with each light Don't let these days ever die rang like an echo in the night in the sky like a long-lost satellite don't let these days
4: two-parter in the morning it has to be hot coffee for me in the morning I don't care if it's 140 degrees outside something about in the morning I like hot coffee preferably just from being at home and used to it I like a french press in the morning I'll do at home nothing fancy and then uh, and then on the opposite even if it's cold and stuff in in the afternoon or later if it's available I prefer an iced coffee and typically just either an iced coffee with a little bit of uh, either like or coconut milk or oat milk or something in it, or if I get fancy, I'll do like an oat milk latte.
0: Who's for next?
1: Me, okay, <laughs> for, for, for me, um, I'm kind of like Mark. I I definitely want hot coffee in the morning. Um, I like anything floral, dark, and fruity in the in the roast department, uh, my daily drinker would be like any sort of dark roast with about a half inch a half and half. if I'm drinking it hot, I don't really sweeten it or anything like that. Um, but I do like it a little bit uh, with a little you know lightness to it. Um, in the summer, because I can't drink two cups of coffee a day anymore, like it's very rare that I can. So I got to enjoy the one that I'm going to drink. So, um, And then I'll, I'll do the exact same thing later on. If, if we're at like a fancy place that has a drink that I really love, you know, like a New Orleans coffee or a Cuban or a Vietnamese, um, I'll definitely get that. Or if there's some sort of like, like Matt always makes fun of me, but if there's some sort of like, lavender latte they're pushing or some sort of like rosemary latte something like that i'll get that every once in a while because i like interesting flavors and sometimes you know sometimes it's like transcendent and then other times you're like dude this tastes like a fucking coffee they're lying
2: yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go next since i'm kind of the opposite like jt wants like a dark roast and <laughs> and I used to be that way, and then I I think I was buying shit coffee, like a dark roast <laughs> that was sh- sh- just that's shitty what you were, and burnt. That's what you were doing. Yeah, so like it was, it just always had like a burnt thing to it. But I, I switched to like a light and medium roast, and and I love it. Like because it doesn't feel thick, it doesn't it doesn't weigh me down. Um, but I like a light with I like coffee to taste like what you think coffee smells like, but then I want like a hint of like, I love when there's like a little bit of fruitiness, like a cherry uh, or, or strawberry even like nothing crazy, but just something. So it's got that sweetness because I don't put anything in my coffee. Like it's pretty rare that I'll know if I'm drinking coffee, I drink it black. I don't put anything in it. And if I'm having like a latte or something I don't really want it because it's mostly milk. Like it's a little bit of espresso and yeah, I don't want that. So I want my coffee to be like flavorful as it is, as a black coffee.
0: Have you ever seen them, you order a latte at a, at a coffee shop? You ever seen them make it?
2: It's insane.
0: It's them pouring your money down the drain. I mean, they fill up your <laughs> cup with, it's a cup of milk is what it it's is. It's a
2: cup of milk. <laughs> and, <laughs> which fine, and, and Which
0: is fine, which is fine. Yeah, but.
2: like I, I do like... Every now and then, I'll like an iced latte or something. It, it just it tastes good, but it it's not going to do what I want it to do, and it's definitely not going to be part of my ritual of coffee. Like yeah. I want, I need a, I need like a latte and then like a cup of coffee as a chaser. That's what I really want. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was I was a solely an iced coffee drinker for years. Like if it's December, iced coffee. July, iced coffee. Uh, then I got. You talked on, a lot
4: of trash on hot coffee.
0: I did. I talked a lot of shit, and I apologize. Same thing with pasta. I'm sorry. dear <laughs>
4: Italy, <laughs> Italy, Italy,
0: if you're listening, sorry. Uh, but on this quarantine, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to, like, we fucking, I'm not wearing a mask going to Starbucks. I'm not wearing a mask going to all these places. So I just bought a bunch of stuff to make coffee at home. And because of that, uh, I've also got obsessed with, like, water temperature and, what kind of water, and that kind of made me drink hot coffee. Um, the thing I've always hated about hot coffee, I don't like it when they give it to you and it's too hot to drink, so you have to carry it around for like an hour and a half. But on quarantine, uh, you get your water to about 194, and uh, you don't have to worry about that. It's pretty much good to go.
2: Okay, so let, I'm not, like we. me and Matt both have an AeroPress. We we bought them while we were in Europe, or right right after a tour in Europe, we saw everybody using them. Um And I have a kettle that I'm using, just an electric kettle. Yep. And that's something I've noticed because I don't let my water get to boiling. I don't have a thermometer on it, but I can drink my coffee, I, I know. I need to get one.
0: Like $12 on Amazon, I know. this bad boy. I, ha-
2: I actually have uh, a candy thermometer coming. I'm sure I could use it, but. <clears throat>
0: and it even has one of these, so I hook it on the little thing, gotcha. so I hook it on the side.
2: But it's one thing I've noticed when I make an AeroPress I can drink it right away, and if I don't drink it quickly, it's cold yep. because the water is not so hot that that you, I don't have to wait on it. I actually have to drink it as soon as I make it, which is incredible. Yep. It's such a nice thing. Well, if
0: you throw I, it, do you uh, heat up your mug beforehand or no?
2: No. I'm using the plastic. Um, okay, yeah, like, yeah. I got the travel, the AeroPress travel to go or AeroPress go. What
0: I, do, what I do is I brew at 194 into this and the second you throw throw it into here then it automatically cools down like five degrees because this isn't very hot Mm -hmm. so it brings it exactly down to drinking temperature which is which has always been my thing about hot coffee about like i just hate getting it and then taking a drink burning the roof of my mouth or burning my Mm -hmm. lips and then just carrying it around for an hour i found it pointless yeah but if you make your own you can kind of and they say don't brew it at boiling anyway so no
2: you're not supposed to but like you know on on those days where even when i had i have like a travel kit that has my french press a grinder and i have like a spot for my beans and a little cheap pelican thing even using the hot water at like a pilot or whatever going in and getting water out of their tap it's it's so hot
3: yeah that
2: it's undrinkable so it's it's too hot like for the coffee if you're brewing it like scientifically if you will so it's just kind of one of those things yeah it's such a pain in the butt to like deal with when it's super hot
0: yep sucks and i have one of my little uh i have like two things i drink coffee out of them one of them retains heat like a like it'll retain heat for a week then the other one it dies off really quick so depending on how quick i want to drink it uh i'll put them in one or the other
4: Hey, did you see in the chat that uh, Kevin Ott said that Matt is the Walter White of making coffee? Definitely Poppy not. Poppy's the Jesse Pinkman of making coffee.
0: Yes, I, I am. I, could be I am. I am literally just going on Reddit and stealing people's recipes. <laughs> I am not. I'm not doing anything experimental except for trying other people's stuff over and over, and then I find another one and try their thing. But so, what do you? Okay, every in the morning. In the morning, what do you? Are you guys more is everybody morning drinkers morning coffee people i am
1: jt for the for the most part yeah
0: poppy's now yes. poppy's uh, I, <laughs> the answer is yes he's uh, <laughs> his, his eyes are open it's a possibility
2: yeah but I, but i but i definitely will coffee in the morning and are you asking hot or cold
0: uh no just what do you what do you do so you wake up uh we're gonna skip the teeth brushing i hope everybody does that everybody confirm brush teeth okay, yeah cool good good we're, we're all humans okay uh what do you do with the coffee with your coffee what is your go-to
2: if french i'm press. run if i have time Aeropress. press if i'm running late like i got to get to the shop i'll just stop and get uh like a cold brew from one of my three coffee
4: shops yep
3: mm-hmm.
4: mark i'll do, I'll do a french, french press. press it's it does take time but if i'm going to sit down and have breakfast i'll make a french press if i'm rushing to go or if it's like we're waking up early for a flight or something i'll uh I'll grab something on the way or get something at the airport or wherever we're going.
0: JT.
1: I have a Ninja coffee bar, so it can make a, uh, a whole pot, a half pot or a single cup. Um, So I'll just put in two scoops of coffee in the single and it brews uh, pretty nice. And I can put it on what like, rich brew or regular brew so it's without getting like super fancy and like super expensive it was like 150 bucks I think or something like that mm-hmm. and it's it's for me it's pretty foolproof um but I'm not opposed to like I I would like to get like a, a small like single like a cone setup. You know, like, I would like to get, like, a... Buy this bad yeah, boy. Yeah, something like that.
0: They're, uh, um, they're $7. You got it.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think I can afford it. Sell three uh,
0: CDs. Sell three CDs and you got it. <laughs>
1: um, so, but, yeah, it, it's just easy. Like, it's... And it makes pretty good coffee, you know. Now, I've always yeah. been, like, a drip, a drip guy as opposed to, um, like, K-Cups... If any of you guys are listening, whether you're in the chat or just listening to the podcast from afar, I'm not afraid of a call-out.
0: Andrew, but you're you, about to get called out.
1: Andrew, <laughs> all of you, you got to, you got to stop drinking K-Cups. A, they're bad for the environment. B, coffee through plastic is not good. It just can't be. And I don't want to hear anything about – oh i don't have any time in the morning wake the fuck up earlier give me five more minutes and you can have such a better cup of coffee but also like for just about anything convenience is never the way to go
0: i fuck up i fuck up the environment big time i use bottled water for my coffee (laughs) one Mm -hmm. bottle of water just gone
2: hey let, let me ask one more one more thing regarding that um are you grinding your beans right before you brew matt i know you yeah. are right yep mark what about you
4: i know we're we're grinding them am usually like a few days at a time
2: okay so you're are you grinding like your whole bag of coffee or are you grinding like, like would you get your do you get your bags ground is what i'm
4: asking or do you buy no, them whole no no i mean typically not because with the depending on what we're doing we got to grind them a little bigger for the press,
0: okay. yeah, so. got gotcha. a good course for that French press. What, yeah. uh,
4: what about
2: what about you, JT?
1: Uh, it really depends. If if uh, I'm someplace and they only have like ground beans or something like that, then I'll use the ground. But if it's me and I get to choose, uh, I will grind it that day because I have like one of those little ass ten dollar Hamilton Beach fucking mm-hmm. grinders. Um, so but I would rather have the, the fresher beans, you know? Yeah.
0: yeah. Grinder game's tough. That's where my, that's my big.
3: They, burr okay, grinder. two, you need the two burr. things.
0: Two. I got a burr grinder. It sucks, but <laughs> it's <laughs> terrible. It just doesn't, dude, this thing, so I got all my stuff sitting by me. So this thing is a Porlex Mini and see this part right here at the, this part right here on this edge part? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The second I took it out the first time to clean it, it won't go back in. So I have tried paper, it goes back in, but then the second you grind it, it comes right back out. I don't know what happened, I have no clue, but everybody on the internet has the same problem. Uh, So I have filled it with paper towels. I fill it, right now there's two rubber bands in it. So uh, I'm on a mission to make this thing work. But the the hand grinder everybody says to get is called a Comandante. And it is like 200 bucks, maybe more it's really expensive and i'm not i'm not doing that
2: i i wonder because i know like so we have a friend we have friends who have done a podcast where they speak about coffee and they bring up a grinder and matt's been on a grinder hunt asking about them and i have like i have this bodum that i've that i bought years ago and i don't know if it's good or bad like it's just it's a grinder it's i mean i know that the coffee starts with the grind like yep. that's something when you get really. It's specific. number
0: one. It's number one. Like, but like whatever.
2: I, but I wonder. Like, do I have a terrible grinder?
0: Do I just have like, is my grinder fine? Like, it works. It here's here's or... the deal. Uh, do you have a thing where you push a button and it grinds until you stop pushing the button? Y- yes. Then it's a bad grinder because you can't. Probably. You can't set it. You can't regulate that. Like yeah it's just it's,
2: like, it's, it's kind of like oh okay like i know the sound i know what it's yep. gonna look like <clears throat> yeah but i'm definitely not being consistent but
0: you're either. going to get fines which mm-hmm. is like that's a problem with mine i get a lot of fines so it'll like on my v60 it'll clog it so i'll see at oh. the very my last pour and it's like not draining it's like drip 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 and i know i'm about to have a shitty cup of coffee i uh, got gotcha. so that's the whole game <laughs> is getting consistent grind now a lot of people take it through like a a sieve or whatever and get all those fines out but i'm like dude i'm not (laughs) just whatever it's always fine yeah but but it it starts with grind and then what i've found changing my water has changed a lot like uh there's i saw a thing on a blog and there's three waters jt you're gonna hate all of them damn it Number, number one arrowhead Dude. I don't know how kind of blogs you're on, but it's well cool it's stuff. because it has like minerals in it. So if you some people take distilled water and then add mineral packets, they're like two dollars each. Like it'll make your cup of coffee like seven bucks if you do it.
1: I call I'll those losers. It. Yeah,
0: it's loser. I mean it is. It's coffee, mineral. It's like thing it's like packets of minerals to add to coffee water. Like it's totally absurd. Like it's insane. <laughs> but it's arrowhead volvic and crystal geyser are the three they say have the correct amount of minerals
3: i use crystal geyser
2: a
0: lot i'm i have a that's what i got over there i found an office max and i was like that's that coffee water so now i use (laughs) a bottle of coffee every day to make or a bottle of water every day to make coffee but those two things grind size i mean if i go one click down on a grind it is drastically different than one click up um but grind size and water have been my things that make it way different it changes it for sure
1: i gotta be honest with you though for the most part like as much as i want to get into it like i also really enjoy going to like my local coffee shop now granted it's it's like you know 354 bucks every time you're doing it instead of just buying like a a high-end fifteen-dollar bag of coffee or twenty-dollar bag of coffee, and then you have that for unless well, uh, your poppy. Twenty-two you days. For, Twenty-two yeah, days. So, I've done the math. Yeah, unless <laughs> you're poppy, you're getting three quarters of a month out of it. Poppy's <laughs> probably getting, you know, three days.
2: Well, it depends on how much I'm making. I, I, if I'm making an Aeropress, I make two a day tops, and that's not every day.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is like, uh, I mean, it, I, I bought one coffee since quarantine at a coffee shop. Really? One. And the, the guys know me, I'm a coffee shop everyday guy. So I've just yep. been doing, I've just been doing that. And I just grind one less or fucking use one gram more of one coffee or something. I just change it up every day. So I'm just, I'm on a hunt hoping I never find the end, but the yeah, second you buy sure. new beans, you're on another hunt. I mean, that's, that's the cool yeah. thing about it. You'll never win because you're just going to buy new beans and then back to Same. the drawing board. Yeah, yeah,
1: I totally agree. Um,
0: so where do you buy coffee? What, what is your – if you were to go – if you were to say, okay, I'm going to buy three bags of coffee, where's your go-tos?
1: The go-to place that I go in town, we're, we are fortunate. We have a great coffee place called Pure Bread, who is like – they're doing everything – that like a great coffee shop we would go to in any other big city is doing. They've done a ton of research. They bought this, like they just started roasting their own uh, about six months ago, but they, they flew out to this crazy city in Washington in the Pacific Northwest to watch their, uh, like to take all these classes on grinding and uh, roasting and all that stuff, so, like, they're not just reading stuff on the internet, they're actually doing, you know, they're trying to do everything that they possibly can to do it the right way, and, um, you know, they're sourcing through all ethical spots, they're trying to find incredible coffee because they care, and it's in a small town, so it's like, people could be like, we don't care about that man, just give me the two dollar cup of coffee, but they care, um, So I normally just buy their beans. Uh, It's called pure bread. They got, you know, a bunch of different roasts. Or if I'm going to order, I really enjoy, I still enjoy Intelligentsia. I think that they're one of the best in the game as far as like uh, one of the first, I don't know what you want to call it, fancy places that I'd ever been. Um, And Blue Bottle. Blue Bottle makes great coffee as well, so.
0: Mark, what you getting? Uh Chalk full of nuts, what else? <laughs> oh, you know. Uh we've done
4: press. Um I've definitely gotten some stuff from Pure Bread up in Troy. But uh I don't know, we we've done intelligentsia too, but that ran out and I haven't gotten any new from there in a while. But mainly just press and in purebred. I think there's another local shop called Ghostlight in Dayton that we've gotten. But
0: Poppy, that's about what, it poppy what you getting
2: if we're talking about just buying coffee you know you to just drink buy, you're whatever.
0: buying coffee yep
2: um if i am going to the grocery store i'm going to trader joe trader joe's <laughs> and i'm and I, not trader joe's uh i'm going to trader joe's and i'm getting like the last one i got was like a small a small batch uh roast that came from ethiopia And I like that in Colombian a lot. So I typically will just try one of those. If I'm supporting my friend's shop, I'll go to Woodboro Coffee, which is what Press brews. So good. And it's great. God. It's incredible. I order
0: Um, it. I order it to the house from from Dayton. Like, for sure. So good. You know,
2: I I think a lot of it is, for us, like purebred, press, ghost light. I don't buy their coffee, but I know they roast or...
1: I don't think they well, roast.
2: No, they don't. I'm sorry. They
1: use they use uh, deeper roots. The, the place and, from
2: Cincinnati, right? Yeah, yeah I don't but think they also. Theirs.
1: They are they're like a a showcase place, like a highlighter. So like they'll they'll have like, they'll feature like some place regionally and some place nationally. I don't know if they switch out like every two weeks or every month or what they do, but they like feature coffees instead of roasting coffees. Gotcha. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I've never personally bought any beans from there. If I'm going to buy beans, I'm going to support my local shops ran by my friends, which just happen to brew great or roast great coffee. Yeah. We're pretty fortunate
1: considering like the area that we live in. uh, Because yeah, Brett does a, a great job and he, he got into the coffee game pretty fast and did a great job really fast and as
0: a psycho when it comes to it, which helps <laughs> yeah
1: um and then this this company down in Troy, same scenario, but like we're just fortunate that we do have a couple of places like Matt lives in Nashville, he could have any coffee he wanted at any it's all time. not it's
0: all not as good as press. I'll tell you right, fucking now yeah not even, it's not even close. Like but, I'm drinking. What's up? But you
2: have you have a lot of great options with really good coffee.
0: I have one option. It's Crema. That's it. There is good pretty coffee, good. but it's not. It's not as good as Crema, and Crema is not even close to Press.
2: I think Crema is pretty great. I love Andy's. Uh, is it Andy? yeah, yeah, Falcon. My, yeah, Falcon's yeah, great. But yeah, he or he orders Woodburl. I know. I That's mean,
0: cr- it is what so, it is.
2: He's got a great spot and he has good coffee. He has that <laughs> he li- good good. <laughs> I mean,
0: he lives he lives in Nashville and he orders coffee from Brent and Dayton. It is yeah, what it is. That says a lot. But I drink right now I've got Crema Nana Shala. It's fine. And then I've got Poppy. You'll appreciate this. This company is awesome. Brandy, I order coffee from Brandywine and they screen print their bags. And then do a Saturn. wax seal on them. Whoa, nice! Uh, but it's out of Delaware. When I run out of uh, brandy wine, I just order another one. So nice. I'll buy something in town just to have, and when I for when I run out of brandy wine, but when when I'm out of that, I just order another thing from them. But uh, it's just cool. They screen print. They do. They just make like really small batches and screen print labels, and they're con- they're constantly releasing new stuff. Con- it's all the time. That's so I awesome. just really like that.
2: And that's also really great that we're, we live in a time where, I mean, I'm sure the COVID's like cranked it up, but everybody's doing coffee, coffee subscriptions. Yep. Everybody has an online presence for coffee. So we've been fortunate to tour the world. We've tried coffee at different places. So we're like, Oh, they have good coffee. You, you, you yep. can just buy it. You can just well, buy me it.
0: me and Leah went to uh, Chattanooga to avoid a tornado one night. The literally the day that NCAA tournament or the NCAA canceled their thing. When COVID became real, we were in Chattanooga avoiding a tornado and we went to a coffee shop called Sleepyhead and they had their own coffee, but I found out it was packaged by this Brandywine place. And ever since then, I've just been buying from them. But, uh, so that's, that's how I found out about them.
1: That's a good, uh, good spin to the next kind of topic. And that's like... Tornadoes? <laughs> <laughs> sort of. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's talk about some of our favorite coffee shops you know, places that we've been that we truly enjoy, that, uh, and you know, some of it it is based on just like nostalgia, the time that we were having when we were there, some of it's based on uh, the beauty of the surroundings, and, you know, some of it's based on how wonderful the cup of coffee is, because in order to be your, one of your favorites, it's got to have the whole package, it's got to have, there's got to be something connected to it that really makes it transcendent, so um let's start with mark mark's been quiet let's see what mark has for his favorite absolute favorite cup of coffee
4: this is tough and i feel like we're all gonna like all of us could probably trade a lot of our answers i think um i'm gonna go with blue bottle in newport beach california we've just we've spent a lot of time in newport beach over the years for band stuff and um just traveling out there and uh, the coffee's great, and just the that particular shop's great. It's in a great spot. I love the area. Um, for breakfast, the food's good. It's just a good hang. It's a good vibe, and it's a fantastic Overlooking coffee. the ocean. Yeah.
1: You know, the thing about Blue Bottle that I like is extreme consistency. Yep. You know, we went there probably, I don't know, 15 times. In the course of, yeah. of a couple of weeks and it uh it was the same every time and very very good yeah so, rocks that's a great spot that's a great spot uh what about you poppy
2: i thought about this kind of i could not think of like a specific coffee shop like they all kind of blend together for me there's a lot that are cool like in california there's this you kind of found these places, but we were stumbling across these coffee shops that were in like store, essentially like storage industrial areas. And like that that one that had like the surfboard, like the surf, kind of the surf, surf, surf shop, it was super cool. Like that vibe is great. Um, But then I thought about like, okay, if I'm going to go to a, a coffee shop, the coffee has to be good, but also like, is there something there for me to grab to eat? Like, it's not just coffee for me. And so I settled on Smith and Deli down in Australia. It's an all vegan restaurant slash deli spot. But they did, uh, when, I, when we were there, I don't know if they do it all the time, but they did a Twin Peaks theme menu. So I got like coffee that was like Twin Peaks based and I got like a breakfast sandwich. And the coffee was really good, but it's more about, the vibe of it for for me that was that was like the one that stood out in my in my head the most and their coffee isn't the focus but it's there and they and they definitely did something that i was just all about so you evolved from
4: hardy's to an all vegan <laughs> to, to australia spot in australia australia <laughs> <laughs> i love it you've changed
0: i love I've it changed. real i've really
2: <laughs> changed
0: you've changed. I probably How got, I probably got two. I'm i am going to say my number one is press uh, in Dayton because when they opened, I wouldn't say I helped, but I definitely drank while the bar was being built <laughs> <laughs> and I carried some wood, but I kind of saw that place go from one of Brett's stupid ideas to Brett being a full on coffee psychopath. That's like, I mean, he went to Ithaca and studied roasting with, I forget what company it is, it's a big one, but I forget what it's called. Um, Maybe it was Intelligentsia actually, but he went to Ithaca, New York to like learn roasting for years. Like it's somebody that like really put in the time and really went full on crazy on it. Um, So i always respect Brett for that, but that shop's good. And they have like the best cold brew on the planet. I mean, it's it'll keep you up, but it's good. and then also like i mean that company i mentioned sleepyhead it's in Chattanooga, but it's like a really tiny it's like a really tiny little shop not it's not in a strip mall but it's like in like a i don't know business district but it's a tiny little spot and you could just tell they give a shit like it's two people in there that just care and you could tell they care um but yeah those are probably my two favorites but press is by far number 1 just cuz I was around when it was an idea and now it's like, I feel like Press being what it is and Woodboro being what what it is, has made everybody in that area, even Cincinnati, Kentucky, they all know that Brett's real that they, they know that it's really good and you've got to step up your game when that guy's in Dayton. Yeah. but
1: Yeah. Um, so, Poppy, the place that you're talking about in Newport Beach is called Daydream and it's like a surf it's a surf shop and uh espresso place and it's Mm -hmm. it's really cool um it is
2: it was really neat
1: yeah my favorite
0: like the books and stuff right like the yeah gotcha like in a storage Uh, storage container stuff
1: yeah Mm -hmm. exactly gotcha Uh, go ahead very dog friendly they always had a giant fat bulldog (laughs) in there um but i would say that my favorite place is probably a place called Olive and Oliver, which is just a little espresso part inside the Surf Jack uh, uh, hotel in Waikiki, Hawaii. And um, we did a uh, couple shows there a couple years ago and we were supposed to go back here uh, in the first week of August, but uh, the COVID canceled that shit. COVID took our Hawaii trip away. But uh, it's just, it's an incredible little spot that is super cute. It only offers three or four things and you can still hang out by the pool, like just looking at palm trees and staring at the sun. And uh, I got a great attachment to it because that was one of the first like band vacations that we took where everybody's wife came and everybody's uh, kids came. And we were able to be with each other while not being with each other. You know, like if we saw each other, like at the pool, hanging out, you know, like we're obviously going to talk and hang out together, but we all got to do our own things independently. And we also got to see each other at the same time. So it was, I, I thought that that trip was was pretty special and I was looking forward to it again, but uh, the Surf Jack and, Olive and Oliver, I thought was really cool. And the coffee was great. Absolutely great. First time that I ever had a lavender latte and it was 100% incredible and smooth.
0: What's that other nice hotel there by that? Uh, What's that other one we stayed at? What's that place called?
1: I can't remember what it's called. I'm drawing a blank. Um, But But they've got a good coffee
0: shop too. Yeah. The coffee
1: there was, was pretty damn incredible. And you know, Hawaii, Always has to be the best because you know there's so much competition and everything there. Um, but yeah, it was. Um, what is that
0: place called?
2: What was the other hotel? Was it something that we stayed in uh, when we were?
0: It's called the Lalo. That's it, that's right. Yep, they've got a banger of a coffee shop in that. Yeah.
1: The Lalo, <clears throat> the Lalo.
0: Did you know, uh, by the way, I've got some coffee facts, and I don't know if we want to segue off in that, but did you know that Hawaii is the only American state that grows coffee?
1: Yes. It's not surprising. I didn't
2: know that. It's Kona.
0: Were you on ajibu.com earlier? Because that's, <laughs> that's how I know.
2: <laughs> <Gesundheit. Yep.
3: laughs> so, do, you,
2: do you know what's kind of kind of interesting? I don't really care for the Kona blend. I don't either. Yeah, my two least it.
0: favorite, Kona and and JT. One of your favorites, New Orleans style with chicory. That can get out of here. I hate that <laughs> shit.
3: Get out of here.
0: <laughs> I don't like that chicory. I think, I, me... like beign- I, think I like beignets. More yeah, I, like I think I now. think you do too.
2: Has <laughs> anybody ever had? I think it. I'll have, I'm gonna look this up because I, I don't know if it's if it's. Uh, fuck. Hold on. <laughs> yes. I'm
0: man, another ending for me. Another ending. <laughs> Speaking of ending by the way, to everybody on here. So, uh, the guys went to JT, Mark and Poppy. They went and did a cupping at pure bread and JT's coffee shop. He was talking about earlier. They did a full cupping of three coffees. Um, and then JT, I, I had JT recorded the audio for me. So I was going to sprinkle it in, in here, but, I was listening to it, trying to figure out where to edit and all that stuff. And it's like just really good and full of it's chock full of information, not nuts. Uh, so I think I'm, I'm just going to throw this at the whole thing at the end. So you're going to, if you want to sit at a coffee cupping, the boring stuff and the interesting stuff, it's going to be at the end of this podcast when it's released.
1: Yes. But the most important thing, the reason that we were there is that we were creating our own coffee. With purebred. So, in tandem with purebred, we're releasing a coffee in a couple of weeks, which is going to be entirely ours. And they took our advice and got the flavor notes absolutely perfect. They roasted it and we were able to cup it. And you're going to hear us slurp coffee like crazy. <laughs> and I will tell you this it is. Full of fruit flavor is the only way that I can describe it. Oh, yeah. While tasting like coffee. So, like, you absolutely get the notes, but it doesn't – it's not, you know, sweet or off-putting.
0: Fruit on the front, coffee on the back.
1: Exactly. And it has mm-hmm. some depth to it. It's it's not too thin. It has some nice body to it. And um,
0: – So, my suggestion is when when we release said coffee – I. If I'm going to make a suggestion, which I am, it would be to not listen to the end of this podcast when it gets released until you get the coffee that we're making in the mail. And then you brew it up, you have a cup, then listen to that. And you'll be basically at the, I mean, it's, I'm just going to put the whole thing on there. Even the boring stuff, because it is kind of cool to just, I mean, it'd be like you're there. I mean, those will be, exactly like you're in the decision-making process and all that stuff. I mean, I was listening to it and it was like, parts were boring and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get rid of that. And then I was like, but that is part of the experience. I mean, it's not full on thrill ride cupping coffee. You could slurp it like us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But it was the the guy you were talking to was like, every five seconds was good information. So it's like, I'm not editing this. like it's like good information and as boring as a coffee cupping should be like it's kind of like it's perfect as is yeah it's it's, great. A,
2: it's it's great because he's he's definitely you can tell that he loves what he's doing which means he was a great person to partner up with so he's giving you information that you you just none of us we're all drink, coffee drinkers and we didn't know half of that stuff so it was just really it was really nice to hear him talk and explain things and and yep. and see it as like his eyes lit up a lot. Like when he talks about a certain coffee, he he gets, he can tell he's excited. He's really into it.
1: Yeah, and they really, they knocked it out of the park. They blended a couple things together to get the flavor notes that we specifically told them about. Um, And what we're gonna do is we're gonna announce the name and all the flavor notes right after we do this commercial. Are you tired of wearing that light blue t-shirt you got from Hot Topic in 2004? It has to be full of holes and faded. Face it, it stinks. It's out of style. It's outdated and obsolete. Well, try our new and improved Ohio is for the Lovers themed t-shirt. Introducing Ohio till the grave finally available in classic concert t-shirt black. You're going to love the four-color day-glow style print. It's even printed on both sides. It has two holes for your arms, one hole for your neck, and a giant hole for your torso. So many improvements. Get on this new classic, Ohio Till the Grave, Available at HawthorneHeightsStore.com. All right, so that's for our new uh, Ohio-themed T-shirt. And I can already tell it's a new favorite. I'll
0: share it in here.
1: Share it. I can already tell it's a new favorite because we've sold a ton of them already.
0: Yeah, it's a good Um, shirt.
1: But yeah, it's got a grave on the front. It's got uh, the classic line, Ohio is for lovers, on the back. And uh that skull is an exact replica of poppy's mini skull and you can like after he's had like 10 cups of coffee you can walk up that steps to his head so <laughs> right into place. don't go right into that brain and you can you can it'll take you all the way back to when he was eight years old drinking cups of coffee
0: you know what's better than the shirt though the mock-up
1: oh yeah the mock-up. mark knocked us out of the park
0: that's a markup if anybody wants to know that's a mock mcmillan <laughs>
3: i uh
2: i might even i might even take a photo of an actual printed one tomorrow when i'm at the shop just for you know for kicks maybe i'll throw it around Ooh, no way i'm see, wearing the up. you can see what it looks like <laughs>
0: nice
2: i do have hell, to print damn more yeah. of this.
0: hell damn yeah all right you well, want to talk about the coffee
1: let's talk about the coffee so uh, and by the way, you guys on the podcast who are listening to it live right now and watching us talk about it, you're the, you get to hear the announcement. You get to hear uh, that we're coming out with the coffee, but you also get to hear the name of it first. You're going to get to hear the story of why we call it this. Uh, so I hope that's not lost on you. I hope that you keep tuning in to listen to this and, and that the audio video version keeps growing because we do like that you guys are talking in the chat and we do like the fact that you're, you know, spending the night with us. But, so let's talk about this. So we're calling it, we, we had a, a couple long conversations. We kind of spun in circles. Uh, we talked up through every coffee pun related to Hawthorne Heights that we could go through and me personally, I I just thought it sounded a little too Spencer's Gifts, a little too, uh, I don't know, a little too jokey, a little too silly, we, because I thought that we wanted something a bit more serious and uh, something that was a bit more memorable and something that mattered to us. So I'm glad that we were able to spin this and find a place that matters most to all four of us in the band, and it's, to be honest with you, it's probably one of the first times that we were all in the same room together, not in this band, but all in the same room, going to the same shows together, uh, which I think is really cool. So we're calling it Burkhart, and uh, if one of you guys can type that into the chat.
0: I'll type Well, okay. Uh, because
1: it's it's a weird word, but... Um, it's
0: H-A-R-D-T, correct? Silent mm-hmm. D, Burkhart. Yep. Okay, got it. So, this is the first, it,
1: was, it used to be a Knights of Columbus Hall on this road here called Burkhart. And that's where all we would all meet up, all the punks and the emo kids and the metal kids and the hardcore kids. That's where we, were, we would all meet up and play shows. And that specific spot has such, a, uh, such a, a pleasant place in our heart. And we carry so many fond memories that we wanted to call it Burkhart. And um, what we wanna do is we want to try and think of all the places that we love the most and that when we're not arguing in our band, we're normally having a pretty good time together and we're trying to choose places that we've had the best times together. And we hope that that will translate to how much you enjoy this coffee as well. So um, we're still getting everything together, but the roast is ready. And we can't wait for you guys to try it. But so give us, you know, 10 days or something like that. And we'll have it all lined up and we'll start shipping these guys out to you. But that is called Burkhart.
0: But I and would say I would say all of our musical journeys really started at that place. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like all of our real musical journey, like started at the Knights Columbus on Burkhart. When I, I didn't know Poppy then, like I knew, I'd seen your band play, but I didn't know you. Mm-hmm. um but but somehow all of our things started in that one building which is really funny
3: <laughs> yeah
0: super
1: so. weird uh but yeah that's one of the i i can't remember but that was definitely one of the first shows that i ever went to when i moved to to dayton uh was at the knights of columbus and and a hardcore band called as a white iris wilts
2: oh my whoa
1: so yeah so that was that was like the first group of people that i met way back then um i think they were from greenville what was that like uh kind of nerdy looking guy's name he always wore like the 50 style glasses kind of like i'm um, what kurt you remember kurt. that guy
0: oh yeah Oh
1: yeah. Uh but
0: I, I won't tell you what I know about him, but go ahead. <laughs>
1: I don't know anything about him. <laughs> I just remember that was one of the first people that I met because my my uh my metal band was coming to just hang out uh at the show and we were just talking and those were kind of some of the first people that I met. But uh yeah. So Burkhart has a special place in all of our hearts and has a special place in Hawthorne Heights history. Uh so Matt had a great idea there. Uh, calling it Burkhart. Um,
0: well, and it opens us up to, if we ever want to do another coffee, we just name it after another place that's touched us personally. Like that's, yeah. it just opens and, you up to have the whole world at your disposal for naming stuff.
1: And that's our favorite thing. Our favorite thing <laughs> is the fact that we've been able to travel because we play this music and it makes, it ties the coffee together with us, our fans, and the road. So uh be on the lookout for that the, i can't, uh, i haven't
0: i'm the one that hasn't tried it so i'm ex- i'm as excited as everybody in the chat
1: yeah you might i like the idea of you not liking it
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'll let you know i will tell you oh. this i've had one coffee in my entire life uh it was from it was called drink water from brandy and it tasted like blueberries for sure and it's the only time I've ever read something fruity and actually got it. Like yeah. this one, this one I'm drinking right now. Lime simple syrup, bright citrus, peaches, and honey. It tastes like coffee. <laughs> I, I will Good, say that, but it that I will
2: say that one of the two coffees in this blend, when we smelled them, you smell the first one, it smells like coffee. You smell the second one, and you're just like, that smells almost nothing like coffee. Right. Like it had <clears throat> it had the the hint of coffee because you could see it
0: you don't need to tell me or the chat they're going to get the whole they're going to get the whole thing at the they're end gonna, of this they're going to get get hear it. you That's go whoa true. this smells like i mean it's yeah it's fun to listen to it might be it might be boring for some but i found it interesting and you'll learn a lot if you care at all
2: i will say just go take a stroll when this podcast is over just just walk just keep walking keep yeah. walking till it's over
0: add another 53 <laughs> minutes
2: you'll be fine it's, fun. <laughs> yeah. it's great get a couple more hours a couple more miles in
0: yep there you go i mean it, but, to be honest we're like we're putting on a podcast every two weeks which if you want to break our podcast up into i mean you have time to listen to it in 15 minute segments if you want which i think is kind of cool
1: yeah um it was great the experience was great i wish it could have been there matt because i know that you would have enjoyed it and had a great time doing yeah. it but uh it was the best thing for me was like we are all kind of experts on our own, on our band. We could talk about it all day, not because we want to, but if people ask us, we can speak, you know, like we can all speak confidently on what we do for a living, how long we've been doing it and what the story is of what we do. And it was nice to hear somebody have that much knowledge about what we love, which is coffee and about, how they were able to get the taste of what we were looking for into that coffee Mm -hmm. because we have no fucking idea what we're doing. We just know by drinking it. Yeah, man, that tastes sweet. That's great.
0: Yeah. When do you talk, when like we all like coffee and we know, we know a little bit, like we know what's good and bad. Yeah. But it's, I love anybody that's super into something. And when I listen to that, I was enthralled by the enthusiasm. I like when anybody's yeah. deep into anything. I don't care what it is. like mm-hmm. I just love when anybody is deep and passionate about anything and and, that, yeah. and he is, so it's like yeah. it's fun to listen to yeah
1: yeah it 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 was a hell of a time, and they did such a great job and basically what we the notes that we gave him was uh we like a full bodied coffee. It's not too dark, um, and we all really like floral and fruity finishings on a coffee that you can actually taste and uh, and he, he he shredded it. it's It's absolutely great.
0: Mm-hmm. well can I drop, can I drop a few coffee facts on you guys?:
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: okay. Do you know that monetary values are set by oil prices, right? We all know yes.
1: that. Yes. Yes.
0: Did you know the second largest commodity in the world after oil, which decides money, is coffee? Which you is I, I, nice. would
2: said or, I would have said orange. I would have said orange juice and uh, and 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 pork. You mean? You made,
1: You mean frozen concentrated orange juice and pork bellies?
0: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um yes. let's see the other thing okay this one i don't this one okay this is a coffee fact that i'm reading but there's no way this is a fact if you guys are on the same page as me it says add cream and keep your coffee warm coffee stays warm 20 percent longer when you add cream
1: i would that not seem, have thought that does that
0: seem mm-hmm. wrong because cream's cold yes right? wouldn't it drop the so whatever um Coffee is a fruit. I think we all know that. Maybe we don't. The most expensive coffee is made by Poppy. What's your guess?
2: May, is it are we looking for a
0: company name? Uh nope. We're looking for a uh we'll say a byproduct of life. Oh. Shit. <laughs>
2: made most expensive coffee is made in it made in shit.
0: You're yes. you got it. Yeah. Okay. Same That's with like, it.
2: same with like, like with like, what would be like mushrooms? Maybe like,
0: Kopi Luwak is the most expensive coffee in the world. It comes from Indonesia. It's made by beans digested from the Asian palm civet.
2: Is it like? Isn't like? Is it a monkey thing? Like oh, a, some sort of
0: monkey? Oh, it's cat shit. Cat shit. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so a cat eats the beans, <laughs> shits them out, and then you sell it for three hundred and fifty pounds per kilo.
2: Now. In in that line, so piffs get to work. Monkey? Is there also a monkey that does the same thing? Can you can you I mean, look that up? Maybe
0: maybe place you're place. a monkey shit aficionado. You're talking about something I don't know about. So so I've heard. What do you I've know about that? monkey shit? What about it?
4: <laughs> what about it? Passing through the cat makes makes it worth that. Like, what does it do? It's crazy.
0: Well, I've got some right here. Um, no, I'm kidding.
4: <laughs> what do they What do they claim? Is, I, is I the I'm taste? just
0: reading. No, I I don't know. I I don't. Also,
4: know. somebody stumbled upon this. Somebody's experimenting and thought yep. that, like, I should try to do that.
0: Hey, you want to drink cat shit? Yeah. Sure. Like that's I'm how it started. To... I'm interested. So... I'm
1: open to it. <laughs> so,
2: so I just I just Google searched monkey shit coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it and it the second thing, the disturbing secret behind the world's most expensive coffee, the Kopi <laughs> Luwak. Is made yep, from that's coffee it. beans. Oh, so so it's not cat shit; it's monkey. Well, it's I mean, this one says cat.
0: Of... This is really its, it's really I a mean, shit. It's... it's really a <laughs> shit-based coffee. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I mean, you work with what you got around the house. <laughs> oh my god, it,
2: that's so insane. Yeah, I don't—I can't believe that I—that I've heard of that before, though. That's I can't believe you googled
0: that. monkey shit coffee. <laughs> the, people are going to find out about that on your Dateline episode oh yeah
1: <laughs> after 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 hearing he's been drinking coffee since eight years old, I know that anything's on the table
0: yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh and
1: there oh, you know man. that there's a deep dark the deepest darkest channel would be poppy's search history i'm not I'm oh, not God. willing to go down there
0: that's probably the brightest spot we got there yeah. the old the old m s c if you will um Okay, we've got, an Ameri- the average American spends $1,092 a year on coffee. That's around $20 a week. That is also close to the price of the newest iPhone. Hmm. Now, the fact, that's a lot of money. So, when everybody's like, remember when Apple used to sell $200 phones? Well, you're buying it you're spending it on coffee. Um, A couple other ones I thought was interesting. Finland is the world's coffee capital, which is weird. Really,
3: I had
2: no idea about that. What yep. do you mean by that? Like, mean that? I don't know. Not, like... I
0: mean nothing by it. It says though Finland does not produce any beans of its own, its citizens drink the most coffee in, in of any country in the world.
1: Okay, they're cranked up. No,
0: Ethiopia. If we're talking brewing or coffee beans, Ethiopia is the champ. Yeah. Um, instant coffee's been around for nearly 250 years pretty wild. Um, coffee. And the last one I wanted to bring up, this is interesting. Coffee was originally chewed. <laughs> like, chaw. Maybe that's somebody, somebody chewing on cat shit <laughs> was like, I've got it. I've got just the idea. I'm getting a little, this <laughs> a little pick me up. Um, but yeah, they used to chew it, grinding berries together, adding an animal fat, and rolling these caffeinated treats into tiny edible energy balls is what uh, what it says on here. So that's some uh, coffee facts. That's right some there. wild
1: ass times. Is and what then also is. on here,
0: by the way, number eleven on here it says "Chock Full of Nuts" contains no nuts, no shit. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> no that's shit. A, literally. That's stupid. <laughs> yeah. No shit. <laughs> World's cheapest coffee. No shit. So Man. that's just some coffee facts.
1: That's I it. I like it. Love it.
0: So I'm glad. I'm glad we can buy coffees and bags and not coffees from cats.
1: <laughs> yeah. So we're we're super excited to get this out to you guys. Um, we will be crafting our entire story uh, based on everything that we did and how it works into Hawthorne Heights lineage, but. Give us uh, two weeks, you know, 10 days to two weeks, and we'll have it all spun around like a nice little package for you. And we're really excited about
0: it. Uh, Real quick, I'm going off your notes, JT. What We've talked a lot about how much we love coffee. What do you hate about coffee? And in your thing, you wrote Coffee Culture, which I know what you're getting at. But what do you hate about coffee?
1: Uh i don't like any anything where somebody talks down to you because you know less than them so that's what i mean by coffee culture when you walk like one time i walked into intelligentsia and even though i really love their beans it's great uh i walked in there and i literally had to go to a meeting i had to take my coffee to go I had to, I did not have any other option. And I think I even just ordered two shots of uh black cat espresso. And they were like, we don't really, you know, you can't really get that to go. You know, uh, it's gonna be like all burnt tasting. You really, the proper way is to drink it here and to drink it quickly. And I was like, cool, I'll take two shots of espresso to go. Uh, you know. I'm an I'm an adult man. If I could and did have the time to sit down and relax, that's how I would prefer to have it. And I would also like to have it the way they want me to. But on this particular morning, I could not. So anybody that uh, I don't I, we call them meisters. Anybody that's going to yeah. meister you, like people who are really into like craft beer most pompous thing in the world and and you by the way craft beer drinkers you guys can literally blame the entire site like uh seltzer the hard seltzer shit everybody got so consumed with having the craziest type of craft brew that they started drinking carbonated water with alcohol in it that's what happened. I mean, that's the also because,
0: like, LaCroix and all those things.
1: The like, bubble burst on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, you know, like... Well, we, we both saw like... it
0: in San Francisco at that one shop when that guy was... Remember, do you remember, were you there when that guy ordered an espresso to go? And he was told no? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I
3: was there. It was unbelievable
0: yeah. to watch. I'm like, oh, they just told him no. And he, he's <laughs> like... He's already put <laughs> his credit card in. Like, he's got the money. I'm like, oh, no.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was four barrel. I do and not. Yep, just, that's it. They were just like, no, you can't.
0: Dude, I just listened to a Rogan where they had this this uh place, this restaurant that cooks, like, old, like, age steaks and stuff. They're, like, $500 steaks. And people will get them rare or well done. And he's like, the guy's basically like, it kills me when like, he's like, I spent so much time on this. It kills him to do it, but he's like, I got the money. Like, I'll cook that thing. Like, I don't care. Like, that's what coffee. Why do coffee shops not do that? Yeah, why? You got the uh, money. I think we we
4: all like the nicer, modern-looking coffee shops, but like, why does there have to be so much pretentiousness?
3: Yeah,
1: it's places? it's it's always the, it's in the eye of the barista. Yeah, that's yeah. all it is. If you For sure. if you get somebody who, it doesn't matter where that. Person worked if they were working at a high-end bookstore. You know, they can't believe that you would come in there and buy whatever book. You know, Stephen. Oh, you're King. buying Harry I, Potter. <laughs> I cannot believe you would come and buy Stephen King.
0: Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like,
1: like stuff like that. I mean, like, if you uh, to
0: be fair though, if you want to have it your way, which is Burger King slogan, you should go to the <laughs> Burger King of coffee shops. That's Starbucks is I was
1: going to say, you, I thought it was Hardee's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you want to have a good coffee, you're going to have it my way because I know what's good. I mean, it, this, there's a part of me that kind of backs it. Like, I kind of like like a nice restaurant being like, no, we will not keep cooking your fish. Like, we will not. I, I kind of, there's a part of me, it's, it is pretentious, but I kind of respect it. They're like, no, we're not going to do that. You came here because you thought you read on Yelp that we were amazing uh can you please let us show you we're amazing and not make fish like you do at home? like what are you doing that,
2: that that's a that's a very good point you're You're going to a place and spending your money because you like the way they make it.
0: Yeah, you're buying eighty dollar steaks like won't you
2: but but I do think like if if you can explain to them like just like you did, you it's such a nice explanation. You came here for a reason. Let us show you why you're here. Yeah, if you don't and like then, it, don't come it, back. Don't come back. Exactly. But that there's such a good way to like to to do that without. Making the person feel less than, and they're never gonna like. Right.
3: They yeah, might like right.
2: leave. They might leave the whole industry. Period. Like yeah. it might not be one custom one shop lost a customer. It might be that that person just says, "Fuck it, Folgers and Maxwell House forever," <laughs> or yeah. K Cups for life. I, I'm just going. I'm getting my. What is it? The breakfast? The donut shop blend, and that's all <laughs> I'm fucking drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I will say. I will say this. It's I made love, a lot
0: of money, dude. That I love that
2: packaging. Uh, that's shit coffee. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when I see <laughs> the donut, so good. When I see the donut shop blend packaging, all I think of is Bed Bath and Beyond. That's all and, I think of.
1: And I do see like,
0: I love that I, Andrew is sticking. Oh, okay, that's Kevin. I was like, Andrew, you got to stick up for your K cups. Let's go.
1: And, and I and I don't mind somebody that has more experience and expertise than me like explaining to me uh how it should be done. I think that's great, especially if you're at a place that's like known for doing things. Mm-hmm. Uh but I don't need a barista berating me and like kind of looking at me like I'm a dumbass.
2: Yeah. I don't
1: but I don't yeah. need that anywhere. In, in, in your life. life. You don't need that yeah. in your
2: life, period.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so like I don't like that part of the of the coffee culture, which is very snobby to a degree. You know, uh, you can do it the right way. Is all I'm saying. You can do it the right way. But I mean, that's a personality I think, thing.
0: I think it's one of those things. That if somebody, I mean, you can gauge somebody. If I'm working at a coffee shop and somebody's like, "Ah, uh, yeah, can I get that to go?" and you can tell they're like they're going somewhere. They're not just like. They're tr- they're not trying to ruin your coffee. They're trying to get out of there, like yeah. <laughs> if they've got the money and you've got the coffee, the transaction's made. Like okay. put it put yeah. in a cup. Let's go.
2: I got I got a I got a little little wrench to throw in. In this time of COVID, like press was open pretty much the entire time, but it was all carryout. It was all takeaway. Yep what do you do what what do the pretentious coffee shops yeah. you say no espresso No espresso oh you just you just you can't sell half of your drinks I bet no making, I, I bet they're making concessions now
0: i love no, that poppy what, shot fire and i love that what i think
1: would happen because this isn't the owner out there doling out espresso this is no. somebody that this is somebody that he hired so that guy is probably going I, I'm sorry. I just can't work here. I can't work under these conditions. They're, every drink that I give is bad now. And I just yep. can't do this. This is a kid reading. two about things.
0: Yeah. This is a kid reading two things, Reddit and Karl Marx. Yes.
1: That's it is what's about going on. Him. It's all about him. <laughs> so, uh, I just choose to not deal with those specific people.
0: Yeah. I do hate that. Uh, it's got, it's kind of like what, I mean, you got to kind of go back to like, what is a transaction? If you've got money, if I'm a business owner and you have the money, I'm going to give you what you want. Like I don't now outside of, if I'm like a high end restaurant and we're known for our fish and you want us to cook the shit out of it and kill it. Maybe not, but like on a coffee to go cup versus mug. I mean, come on, who cares? Like really? Like if you're like a lot of, if you're like one degree off, it's different than, You know what I mean? There's so many variables in that. Like you can't, a paper cup, come on. It's just ridiculous. And if you're willing to put two shots of espresso on a glass of milk, well, then you're willing to do anything. I mean, that's literally what that is. Yeah. That's what a latte is. It's literally two shots of espresso on a glass of milk. So if you're willing to do that, you can put my espresso in a cup and let me leave your little spot so I don't have to play a board game.
2: Well, well pretentious coffee shops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But
0: That's also there's with. a place for them too. That's kind of it's kinda cool. <laughs> yeah. <That's> kinda cool. <laughs> just,
1: just not for us.
0: Just don't yell at me. I think it's cool what you do, just don't yell at me.
1: <laughs> reverse Karen's. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking speaking of reverse Karen's, my my moment of look at these clowns, which is dumb people on the internet, uh, it's dedicated to Karen's people like people shredding targets and groceries because they have to wear masks like man it's i don't even care what you guys believe if you think that we have to wear them or we don't have to wear them like you're still an adult a rational human being that like you know what what the worst thing is and you know we try not to get too political on here because I don't feel talking down to each other is what we actually need in our society, like how I just mentioned it. But, like, people don't really understand that, like, once you enter a private business, all of your freedoms are not as they were written in the Constitution. So, like, you can't just go in there and yell and claim freedom of speech because you don't have freedom of speech inside somebody else's business. If they don't want you cussing and stuff like that, they can tell you to leave and get out of their private business. So you can't just go in there and just be ripping at masks and throwing a tantrum and being a cry ass. Like, like you just can't do that because a, you're going to get arrested. B you're going to get kicked out. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't want to go to places that make you wear masks, just don't go to those places. Yeah, stand
0: on the sidewalk. It's public yeah. property. That's the public property you're talking about. Yes. That's it. Go stand there. Like, it's, it's fine.
1: But yeah, you don't have to like, <clears throat> I feel like it, it's just so ridiculous that people are like, and they're doing it just to get on the internet at this point. You know what I mean? And, you're, yeah. and then the, the reverse of doing it to just get on the internet is the other side of the coin which is oh you wanted to be on the internet well i'm going to find out where you work and i'm going to get your ass fired.
0: Oh yeah. So i get, hope your it's going to get ugly. I <laughs>
1: hope your publicity stunt is working out for you. You know yeah. like I mean
0: my thing that's weird is like people are like like the classic thing is like oh it's not even as bad as the flu. Well put your mask on then you won't get the flu. Like it's very simple like Yeah, it's
1: it's it's, it's absolutely <laughs> wild. It's like
0: yeah, put a mask on. I, you'll be fine. I feel
1: like everybody's arguing back and forth over things that are are not tied to one another, but they're but they're making them tied to one another.
0: I can't no, like, wait. I can't wait to see because I think I think, I mean, I tend to lean on the optimistic side, but I think most people are wearing masks, um, that are going out and doing stuff. I would I can't wait to see flu numbers in a year. Like I can't wait. If it's like half, because the flu does kill a lot of people. If the flu numbers are half, then it's a win and we should just do it. I don't care if there's a vaccine, we should just wear them in general. Like Japan. Yeah. I mean, we should. It's just smarter. Yeah. It yeah. Smarter to do it. And it's I mean, if you're gonna take your chances with no mask or mask, your odds of getting sick with a mask are less than without a mask. So just don't get sick and wear a fucking mask.
1: One of the things that kind of drives me a little bit crazy is where did we all become like doctors and scientists? Oh, we're all scientists
0: slash founding fathers. We're all, we're all of them.
1: And political (laughs) majors. Like it's no other country is having this problem. As far as like the arguments and everything like that, yeah, you know we're, what I mean. We're like, also
0: different because states get to tell the government to fuck off. We we are we're different.
1: set we're we're set up in an entirely different way, and I totally understand that. But when it comes to this is one of our first like real tests regarding right this regarding this sort of thing. It's like you, not everything is some sort of big conspiracy if. I just find it hard to believe that every doctor at every hospital in America cares that Donald Trump is president or not president. They're trying to save lives. If they think that that's most important uh, for you to wear a mask and it works, and it's better than not wearing a mask, that's cool to me. Hey, you're a doctor, just like we talked about this guy uh, Mm. who was showing us how to cup coffee. I wasn't sitting there like yelling at him every second of it going like, well, why are you telling me that I have to drink my coffee like this?
0: Right. Well, two things are gonna happen, which are gonna be good. First of all, uh, Anthony Fauci said, don't wear masks, it won't do anything. And then he said, just kidding, I told you that so healthcare workers could have them. So right there, he's a liar. So now anything he says, he's a liar that might be telling the truth or might not. But also at the end of the day, When we look back on this whole thing, we're gonna have numbers and all the states that told the government, nah, we're just gonna do it or we're not. We're gonna have numbers and we're gonna find out where it's gonna, the numbers are not gonna lie. So it's gonna be, I can't wait till a year from now to figure out where it all all went right or wrong, probably more wrong. Uh, But then you can theoretically learn from that, um, hopefully. Sure, and that's, but you that's can twist. That you can also twist any number of anything to whatever you want.
1: Yeah. So some and people I, will know, say,
0: "Well, we saved X amount." We like you could you could twist any statistic to whatever you think. So Yeah,
1: and I'm not yeah. trying to get like onto the political side of things. I'm just trying to, like, on the human side of things, like, to be like tearing up a target, like when we're in the middle of a pandemic and like everybody's going to lose their house and you're in there like throwing masks everywhere. Like a, like a, you know, an eight year old who is just told that they can't like have a, a Hershey bar. Like that's in, that's just like, that's silly. But as many, as be many better. times as
0: we see that on the internet, we've got to keep reminding ourselves that 99.9999999% of people are not doing that.
1: Absolutely. I totally agree with that, but I, I need it to be a hundred percent for my sanity.
3: Yep. If it's one
1: person during this entire thing, that's one too many because it's so absurd and so crybaby. Like, you've been, like, we, we've created the term Karen because of these people. That's what's ridiculous.
0: Delete. here's the deal you delete facebook and then you just see it on entertainment tonight and then you're like i oh, want to loser." yeah and that's for it. sure <laughs> that's it for sure <laughs> but uh, i just it's, want
1: people to be cool i want people to be nice to each other and like if, if you don't believe in something just like if you don't like our band please just don't come to our show it's totally fine i don't <laughs> want i don't want you to do something that you hate
0: yeah you don't have to throw a bottle at my head at our show <laughs> just yeah don't
1: just just don't come it's to- it's totally fine yeah uh yeah so those are the clowns that i wanted to talk about is just like these people it. yelling screaming like did you see the one of the drunk <laughs> lady who was running head first
0: into no. the uh
1: no oh my god i'll send it to you guys here in a bit it is like the walking dead she is running <laughs> uh. into into she's trying to get into this bar and okay. Courtney's
0: left. on it, Courtney's in the chat saying the bar, and that's yes
1: yeah, if, Courtney, if you have it go ahead and pop it in the chat <laughs> yeah. uh, but like it's like Walking Dead style and all the, t- <laughs> there's like three people that are like, like laughing at her while yeah. she's doing it and they're being like, and she's like being racist, she's like the uh. absolute worst, and she's shit hammered, and she's running <laughs> head first into this like glass door. Here's the thing.
0: Here's the thing that people don't realize. Your constitutional rights are pretty cool on the sidewalk. But the <laughs> second you walk into a hobby lobby, if they say you must wear a purple t-shirt to be in here, that's the rule.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's that's the same private property rule that all all those people would would back at their own house. It is what it is. Sorry. Like like, if you're on the sidewalk, you can do whatever you want. But at the second you're in my spot, you do my rules. Like, it's just, it's yeah. if you don't like it, you leave, and that's fine. Like, that's fine. And,
1: and I get it, you know, our our country yeah. no, Jenny,
0: Jenny wrote, no shirt, no shoes, no service. That's it. Yeah. I, it doesn't matter yeah. if you like it. It's our spot, and it's on our window. So if you want to come in our place, you do that. Put, but you your, know shirt, how, like, put your shirt on.
1: P- people don't like rules. They don't like to be like, Dude, people they don't should, like to be told what to do.
0: People should make signs and say, no shirt, no shoes, no mask, no service. <laughs> Why are people not doing
1: that? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we should be doing it.
0: But I mean, it's just a simple thing. If you're driving 80 on the highway, your odds are worse than if you're driving 60. If you go to the grocery without a mask, your odds are worse of getting sick than having one. Yeah. And I'll be honest, when I when the first time we went to the grocery with masks on, my glasses are fogging, life sucked. It was terrible. Now I just put it on. It's like, I mean, I guess it's worse than going, but like it's worse than it used to be, but it's not like, it's not like it was the first time. First time yeah. it sucked. Now it's just like part of business. Like it's just like, okay, cool. I'll put this on, go in there, get the stuff, bring it home, Clorox wipe it, whatever. Like it, it kind of sucks, but what else? Better safe than
1: sorry. Just in, it rego- in almost anything in your life, better safe than sorry
0: yeah and if you you don't believe if you believe in covid being a big conspiracy then cool you're not going to get the flu you still win you're still a winner
2: you know what's crazy i had i had a dream last night that might have been multi-part uh it was about me not having a mask trying to go into like stores and like it, it was weird like it was such a strange thing like like freaking out about not having a mask and not being able to go into a store like oh shit i can't do anything because i don't have one I'm like oh yeah so just make a point to like have one on you at all times bobby i'll so give you 20 bucks here.
0: i'll give you 20 bucks if you wear a scream mask into the grocery a scream <laughs> yeah. a scream mask yeah like one of those like uh-huh. ghost face <laughs> yeah ghost
1: face
2: i mean shit just buy me one Send as long as you over. film it
0: if you no, film no. it i'll give you 20 bucks okay okay Perfect. Well,
3: uh, are you are you gonna uh, send me
2: the mask?
0: I'll bet. What I think we could probably band fund you the mask if you go to Thanks. Kroger. <laughs> it's uh,
1: it's Mark's turn. Mark, all right. It's Mark, all on you, buddy. It's time
4: for a little segment we like to call Hawthorne Heights says never. We've definitely been squashing some rumors about our band. On this one, uh, something I was thinking about the other day. I don't want to name the name of the band. I want to call anybody out because they're a nice band, but uh some other bands that have been around for such a long time when they've had some member changes and whatnot they've had fill-ins or auditioned and got people. I'd like to state that Hawthorne Heights has never had randos. We've never had anyone in the band that was like auditioned or filling in for like a weird thing somebody we didn't know or anything. I mean the band started as, as five friends that were all from the area. When I came in uh, ten years ago, around right before Skeletons was released, it was because of a lot of the guitar parts and Skeletons. They needed to add another guitar. They could have did auditions and got whoever they had. It. Wind up was kind of backing them. You can check out the last podcast for that story. But this is before it went DIY. But uh, they could have, you know, brought in somebody, did whatever. But they brought in me. It was who was somebody from their hometown. Um, there was a friend that was just playing in bands. And then uh, I think it was, was it six years ago that Aaron left? Mm-hmm. When Aaron left to uh, work on another project he was working on, uh, there was never any talk of us. We never once said, oh, should we do auditions or do this or that? It was just like, call Poppy. That's our dude from back home. So.
0: Well, yeah, Poppy also did merch. And I mean, you worked yeah. for us and.
4: It, it, yeah, kind of worked out. But. <laughs> But
2: yeah, that's yeah. It was actually called Poppy back home. You guys were in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: Aaron waited. Aaron waited till international waters to tell us, which is an interesting choice. Every day after my birthday, goes, man.
2: Everything goes out there.
4: We played in Dublin. I had a great birthday, and then we got on that ferry the next day to come back
0: over. And he goes, "I got to talk to you guys."
4: <laughs> I thought he was
0: kidding. <laughs> on a ferry like what a weird decision but whatever
4: i don't even i don't even think we've had
2: like um like you know this is it is what it is but we've never even really had to hire out our crew uh, yeah as far exactly like, it's
4: never been Randis. Th- th-
2: we'd only brought a few people along that we'd never toured with or like traveled with and that didn't work out sometimes but everybody that we even brought along to work for us we've known to some degree yeah Um, i can only think of one person that we didn't all really know and it didn't work out like he only did one thing with us but it wasn't terrible it was just like okay keep it in your circle and uh and you know in the people that we have we have like people that we're going to call first and it's because they're part of the circle
1: no rando rule that is basically If you don't if you have a no rando, if you have a no rando rule, you don't invite drugs into your area.
3: That's true. Which
1: is which is an important thing. Uh, we don't want to be hanging around with uh, unsightly, unsavory mm-hmm. people because Poppy has enough stories in general to keep us all, you know, having nightmares at night.
0: Hey, y'all want uh, to, y'all want to do some math?
1: Oh yeah. I'm
0: ready. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. (laughs) Okay. Perfect. Uh, Let's do some math real quick. This is the, this is the part of the show where you see uh, see C three people squirm and then me who has the answers, not squirm. Perfect. Mark, you're first. (laughs) Oh shit. All right. Ready? You ready? (laughs) Yeah. Here we go. 35 minus five times three. 90 boom. Applause. <laughs> good, good job. The crowd goes mild. Good job. The crowd goes mild. Good job. <laughs> JT, you're up next. All right. 12 times five times two. 120. Boom. I'm my man. Boom. You got it. Poppy, will we be six for six? It's up I to don't you. know. It's up to you. <laughs> six times 11 plus four.
2: Seventy. It's one away.
0: I was hoping you'd be like, oh, I see a theme. I see a theme. And you just went for it, but you got it. Good yeah. job. You got it. Yeah, thank you. I was yeah, hoping you'd be like, "I was one away. I was hoping you'd say he said six. I know it's gonna be sixty-nine. <laughs> yeah. I was hoping, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, one away, I got it. One away from <laughs> nice yeah. shit.
1: And and all that is is three guys who have to run their own merch table from time to time.
0: (laughs) But I'm just, I mean, in the, in the, in these, uh, what is it? In these uncertain times, is that correct? Yeah. mm -hmm. In these uncertain times, knowing that there is a possibility of running a merch table again in the future to keep the math skills high is going to be, is going to be of the utmost importance in these uncertain times.
1: Yes, I appreciate you.
0: Here's I appreciate a the ride
1: hour uh, I appreciate the ride in hour brain train. Yeah,
0: I'm just trying to just trying to train. What, Keep
2: we're, us gonna sharp. Start, what we're gonna start doing is when we do get back to uh, you know shows and merchandise and <clears> stuff. <is throat> uh $20, $25 shirts, nope. $26.42. Yep. T shirts <clears> are, you know, that's what the price People is. People are like, why, why are, we- are your
0: shirts such weird prices? You go, sorry, we're training
2: we've we've been training on the podcast for yeah. a year we're training we're on at math, math.
0: <laughs> yeah we tra- we've been mathematically training since march in we're these so uncertain in this. times <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> We know oh, the scenarios shit. that's it oh yeah
0: all right
1: well i we hope it. yeah we hope that you guys enjoyed our coffee talk and as you can tell with everything on this podcast That is just, we choose a subject that we can all open up about and try to learn something about. And it's kind of about us learning about each other and teaching you guys about what we're thinking and stuff like that to try and, uh, I guess, have you guys know a little bit more about the band in some small way. But, so we got a lot of stuff coming up. Uh, We actually have shows. And don't forget about the web show that we're doing um, where you buy something from the merch store and you get a free ticket to that. So that's going to be fun. We will continue to work on the coffee. We will be launching a couple of more merch things. So we we have a lot of stuff in the tank right now. We're trying to do as much as we can uh, while we're sitting at home and hanging out and, you know, just trying not to be deadbeats. So we appreciate you guys coming and hanging out and doing the audio, por- audio video portion. And for you guys listening out there, we appreciate that hopefully we can help you guys pass the time a little bit, whether you're working or driving to work or just hanging out on your porch, sipping a nice cup of coffee. We hope that uh, our voices can provide a little bit of comfort and that you can at least laugh at us every once in a while. So
0: Hey, real quick, Andrew, Andrew is coming to our uh, drive-in show. And he's oh, in wonder. here. Andrew no cups Andrew is the tallest man in Ohio. So I oh, am yeah, right. I can only imagine at a drive-in show, I'll just see his head and neck popping out of a sunroof. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm hoping for anyway. But, uh,
1: Wonderful. Well, yeah, yeah. Be fun. Wonderful. It's going to be good to see you. Uh, so if you want to help, you can always go to hawthorne high or actually paypal.me slash hawthorne heights. If you ever want to just kick us a couple dollars to uh, fund the cause paypal.me slash hawthorne heights, that's all you got to do. But really all we want you to do is go to our merch store and pick up an experience or pick up a, something like a mask or a t-shirt or something. Web like show.
0: We got the web show, yeah, coming up.
1: the web show, all that stuff. It just it, it fuels us on, and we have a whole year to get through, a whole fucking year. So we have to rely on our fans. We appreciate you guys so much. Next up, next week's topic is something that we all four know a lot about, but we all have different expertise in, and it's skateboarding. You might not have any interest in skateboarding, but don't worry, we're going to inform you in a way that we hope that you feel is at least interesting. Yes, longboarding does count. So we're gonna tell you about our experiences growing up skateboarding. Some of us still do skate. Some of us like to just uh, watch professional skaters. And some of us are too afraid to do it. So, to, every,
0: to everybody that doesn't skateboard, but still might come to that episode, uh, my only skateboarding I've ever done is on Tony Hawk. So I'm with you.
3: Yeah. So, so, so don't you worry, have, so you can
0: still come because I'm going to be there and I have nothing to add to it except for Tony Hawk. And I bet I can grind longer than any of these skateboarders on here. Yeah, this is <laughs> not going <laughs> to
1: be about professional skateboarding. You're not going to have to know anything about it. It's about the culture and how it ties into music and how it, how uh, we had fun growing up and, and all of that stuff. So uh, we hope that you guys tune in and we hope that you guys have a great time. So be safe out there. If you really, really want to know about our coffee, Burkhart, listen to the uh, following recording of the cupping it's, it's very informative, and it was a good time. So we love you guys. Thank you for listening and tuning in and doing all that stuff. Thank you so much. So this has been Hawthorne Heights Gets Emotional, Episode 3. All right, we're going through the process, uh, working on our roast with purebred
5: coffee here in Troy, Ohio. Awesome. Um, so what we'll do is we'll uh, evaluate the uh, aroma. So we'll all grind all the coffees, we'll evaluate those, smell them, talk about it. Uh, normally it smells like coffee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> These coffees are completely different, so we'll hopefully get some, some different uh, smells. Then we'll put some water in and we'll evaluate the wet um, the fragrance, and then uh, we'll let it brew, and then we'll skim off the top, and then we'll slurp. So it would be kind of awkward, like <laughs> slurping. You don't want to like drink, because there'll yeah. be like grounds in the bottom, and the last e- people we had in here, I won't mention the name, because we are recording this, <laughs> they were like drinking it, and I'm like, bro, there's like coffee grounds in there, and he's like, it's fine, and like he drank the muck, and <laughs> yeah. he liked one of these really well, and he was all about it, so. Um, but we'll slurp and like just taste and evaluate them, um, and then I'll brew some up to see how it's different than what it tastes in the cup, yeah, yeah. But very, very similar. Cool?
1: This yeah. is yeah, fancy, uh, like wine. I feel like we're in uh, Sonoma. <laughs> yeah. aromas. Very, very, very Troy, very Ohio. If
5: you've ever tasted wine, it's very, very similar to, to coffee. Yeah. Cool. And, then, and, and the craft beer as well. So it's a lot a lot of similarities. Um, so the coffee on everybody's left will be the one we're first. So I'll just bring them all real quick. Should we just bring them all to you? Yeah, just bring them all over here and I'll... You're uh, on the first. Since the whole COVID situation, we used to do this all together. Yeah, so everybody would go around and like basically we're sharing saliva, and so like (laughs) it's kind of made things a little different, more uh, more (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you're in the sparkling water, uh, we typically drink this like in between, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, if you've had breakfast or... Um, the protocols nowadays for cupping, you can actually um, become like a grader is what it's called. So where you can get certified to do this and actually grade coffee, that's how we buy it, is off of a, a scale of one to a hundred. So like the coffees you're tasting today are, uh, there's an 87.5, uh, which is the first coffee, and that's on a scale of one to a hundred. That's a very high coffee. Anything. 84 above is considered specialty. Actually, 82 ish uh, or above, um, and the other one's about an 85 and a half. Um, the first coffee is going to be uh, from Ethiopia. It's a washed Ethiopian from the Guji Mountain regions. Uh, we buy this coffee from Atlas Coffee Importers. There's a group of 3,000 farmers. Uh, so in Ethiopia, there's a lot of small farms. People that might have like a half a, a hectare of, of land, which is a small piece of land um they all come together and put all their coffee together and it's like a group of farmers that that wash it and process it um and atlas works with them and we buy it from them the coffee uh in the middle is my favorite coffee that we've ever had so far uh and it's a direct relationship from honduras uh so we met these farmers they actually stopped in our shop like two years ago just passing through troy and they stopped in and jared and you guys know Jared, the lead barista. He talked to him for like two hours. Poor and like idea. got every like detail besides for their social security number. <laughs> uh, and they were actually starting a roastery in Atlanta, Georgia. And so they were sixth generation farmers. Uh, their parents both owned farms. Uh, they were a young couple in their early 20s. Um, so they started a roastery about two years ago. And they directly import from Honduras their farms and surrounding farms to Atlanta, Georgia. And we buy straight from them. And so it comes straight, direct relationship, which is really cool. And actually, the, uh, the father of Leticia, which is this coffee's name, it's the, the daughter, uh, he was a retired uh, U.S. Army uh, veteran, uh, cool. so he was uh, wounded in one of the, one of the wars. Um, so he's kind of a, a gener- fifth-generation farmer from Honduras, but became a U.S. citizen and served our, our country, so it's kind of a cool little story. Yeah, um, interesting. Then we blend those two together and create this last blend that, that we really enjoy, right. really like, so... Uh, We'll just evaluate the fragrance. Basically, here you're just trying to, the first coffee, just kind of smell it, see if you smell anything. In this stage, a lot of times, uh, coffee, if it's when it's processed, there's different ways to process, and sometimes things happen in the processing. Uh, It could be very fermenty if it fermented too long, Uh, if it has a lot of moisture in it, if it sat in in a warehouse somewhere and got a lot of moisture, you can kind of smell that. Musky uh, aroma uh, in this stage most of the time. It just smells like coffee <laughs> ground coffee. I
1: like the way this one smells nice.
5: So this is the washed Ethiopia, That's the first coffee down yeah. there. Uh, so you can see the beans are pretty small uh, Ethiopia tends to have smaller beans uh, It's a wash process So all that means is when they take the coffee off the tree. It's a cherry grows on a tree. They take it off they run it through a depulper and they use water and it sits in fermentation tanks, so big water tanks. And it sits there for anywhere from 12 to 36 hours, depending on what they're trying to achieve, to ferment, very similar to beer fermentation. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the bacteria and stuff will begin to eat down uh, the, the remaining like, mucilage and stuff around the seed, uh, which is actually the, the, the bean that we have. And they'll wash it through some channels and wash off and they'll separate uh, through water but water's used in the wash process. So they can duplicate this year after year after yeah. year. Weather's not a big factor. Uh, this is the common practice uh, in most in most coffees. Uh, so it's a washed Ethiopian. We tend to, when we begin to taste it, you begin to uh, taste some floral. We, we taste a lot of florals when we begin to taste it. You can kind of smell a little floral, but not a ton. When it gets wet, we'll be able to smell some more. Uh, the middle coffee is a natural process. Uh, Honduras. So what that means, when they take the cherry off the tree, uh, they just lay it out on these raised beds, like kind of wire mesh, about three foot off the ground, and let it naturally process. So the cherries will just harden up. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll turn them periodically, keep them rotated. The sun dries it out and becomes just very hard. And like can be able to shake it once it's done. The seeds inside, run it through a mill, and just pops that off, and there you go. So natural processed coffees tend to be very fruity. So yeah, you a just, lot I can of definitely fruitiness. smell fruit in yeah. it. I can smell yeah. the difference, but yeah. I can't
2: pick up what it is. Yeah,
5: so these these tend to have a lot of sweetness, a lot of juiciness, a lot of fruit. Yeah, when we brew good. this, we, we taste a lot of strawberry. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I smell... I definitely smell the fruitiness of mm-hmm. some sort. Compared to the, the first one, definitely smells like a fresh coffee. Yeah. like yeah. It, But it's coffee. Like, yeah, this like doesn't not smell, smell as much as coffee. Yeah, this, yeah. The, this other one, you you can tell that there's, like I couldn't pick it out whether it's a cherry, a strawberry, a blueberry, whatever, but it's fruit for sure. Yep. And
5: That's all due to the processing. The altitude, this is a high-grown coffee as well. Very similar to the first one. The altitude has a lot to do with it, but the processing is what makes this so sweet, so juicy. So then we take and we blend those two together and we have a, a blend. Uh, of these two. So it's an Ethiopian washed and a Honduras natural. Um, And the ratio on this guy is just 50-50. So a lot of times you you can play with different ratios. We have a coffee we have right now that we're using for cold brew. Uh, It's 25, or it's uh, 70% uh, washed Honduras, 15% natural Honduras, this middle coffee, and 15% honey processed Honduras. Uh, We're using it for cold brew and it's really good but we had to mess with the, the ratios for a long time to get yeah. it just right. Um, so this is just a 50-50 blend. And you can smell a little yeah, little fruitiness, not so much as yeah. just 100%, um, but you get a little balance of all of it together. So
1: They all smell good though. That's probably because we are the lay person. We are not experts, but uh, we know we know when we smell burnt coffee on tour. I'll tell you. That. I'm gonna carry this around all day and just smell it. Yeah. On smell alone, I can't tell you what I like more. See all three. Uh, have or yeah, they all yeah. three have different properties. But I guess we're not smelling coffee today. Only it will come down to flavoring. Right, it will yeah. come down to, to, to taste. Uh, No, this is
2: strictly a. uh, This is like a sprinkle sprinkle on your breakfast coffee. (laughs) What if we were making coffee perfume? Well, I'm about to do some coffee candles, so maybe I can get in on this. Oh, very nice. Yeah.
1: Coffee candles. Yeah. I like that fruity one.
5: A lot of people who uh, use a lot of cream and sugar in their coffee. When you give them something like that middle one, uh, that natural processed coffee tends to be very fruity. They're like, oh my gosh, I can drink this black. And we hear people say that's like our favorite thing ever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Me, like, I'm like, uh, I don't know, maybe a quarter inch of some sort of creamer. I don't have to have sweetener or anything like that. Like best for me would just be half and half. Yeah. Um, but I can do like I can do black iced coffee more than I can do black hot coffee. But I also I, I'm not like a light and sweet guy. You know I I just like a little bit to like cut the acidity. Yep. Um,
5: that's the most popular thing. People just need to cut through. It's a lot of times people's stomachs can't handle. Yeah, that's me. That's over and, over and over. If you drink a lot, yeah, so to cut through that acidity, just a little splash of, of milk. What are you running this time? I mean, obviously you're doing.
2: Uh, but since you're gonna fill all of our cups, yeah. when are you just gonna stop it on your first cup?
5: Yeah, so I'm gonna start, uh, four minutes is the standard practice sure. for the SCA Specialty Coffee Association cupping. Uh, since I'm just doing it for myself, I'll look to see when I'm done with the last one. And basically this is just the brewing process. Mm-hmm. So instead of having to brew all these coffees either through a machine or by hand, this is a quick way to, to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the standard is once you start your first pour and you wait four minutes uh, to evaluate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and well, what we'll do is we'll call it breaking. It's called breaking the crust. So as you can see, the uh, all the coffee grounds. Some will stay in the bottom. Some will come to the top. We'll create a crust on top. Mm-hmm. And with our spoon, we'll break through that crust. And when you do that, that's when you really get all the uh, the wet aroma. So four minutes is.
1: Never done cupping before. What about cupping when you go get a massage? I've had that done one time and it's creepy. It's weird. It, it, it looks really strange. Yeah, yeah it, does. it does. It's not as fun as this. It feels good. Does it? Yeah, yeah it does. It, it unlocks some things inside you. Nikki's over here standing floors. <laughs> She's always around. That's the metallurgists. I think they're cutting wood or uh, sheet metal and stuff over there.
5: So this cup of empty water that you have used to be our way to sanitize between people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's gone. So this is your cup alone. But basically use that in between cups so you don't contaminate each cup. So every yeah. time your cup so like what or the spoon your you spoon mean? touches a cup, you stick it in there rinse it off. Uh, and it will get rid of... Uh, any residue or grounds are left so you don't contaminate from cup to cup to cup. We're not really scoring to like purchase these copies or nothing like that. Yeah. Um, these are all production roasts. So there's two different types of roasts you can do. Um, product, uh, the first roast will be like the, the samples we you see back here. We have some, some fresh samples just came in yesterday and today. So we have a coffee from uh, Columbia. And we have a new Ethiopia, the new crop of this first coffee came. So what we'll do with these is we'll roast small batches on a sample roaster. And all we're trying to achieve is just basically turn the coffee black from green to to brown or black. Uh, So we'll just basically lightly roast it and we'll cup it like this, just to be able to taste the quality of the green coffee. Is it really good quality? We're not trying to pull out any fruity profiles or put a roast profile to bring out the best. We're trying to say, is this a good coffee to buy? Um, and before we bought some of our first coffees, we, we probably cut through about 60 coffees and bought six. Um, Cause we just evaluate, and they all were really good coffees, but we had to evaluate, will this fit our customer base? Will this fit what we're trying to achieve? Is this a good coffee? Um, so we'll put a base roast on it. It's called a sample roast. Uh, and then what we have today is actually our production roast. So these are roasted uh, to brew. Um, and the roast changes dramatically. Um, from time, heat, uh, our sample roaster's that's a tenth the of the there. size, yeah. yeah. We can do a, like a half a pound versus 20 pounds. Yeah. So is the, is the time about the same though? Uh, so a sample roast, the goal is to have a sample roast done between eight and 12 minutes, that's the standard. Um, and so that's about, right, right about 10 minutes is where they mostly fall. Um, most of these production roasts, uh, the washed Ethiopian will be about 14 minutes. Uh, so just a little bit longer. Um, and then anywhere from 12 to 14 minutes is about standing uh, on the production roasts. So you can do a 20, 20 pound batch, in about 15 minutes. You guys
1: better get some artisan pictures, man.
3: Cool. Some over
5: All right, we're pretty close. Uh, so what we'll do first, uh, it's kind of weird and funky and whatever, but you'll get your nose all the way down to the cup. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to take my spoon. Uh, and I'm going to take, and I'm going to go basically three times. One, two, three, just pushing the, the crust back. And as you're doing that, you're smelling because all that aroma is going to come out as soon as you break that crust. Uh, so it's kind of You can smell kind of what we smelled before. It's kind of like uh, just a little highlight a little bit more. Um, I smell a little floral. Can't really pick out like if it's what it really is, but just kind of some floral notes. Smells like coffee. It does. (laughs) At least it smells like good coffee. Yes, Yes. It smells like good coffee.
2: I wonder who will be the first one mm-hmm. to pop their nose into the coffee. yet <laughs> being too
3: close.
5: Just go on uh, to the next one? Uh, yep. So the next one should be a lot different than the first one. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That one just
1: has... It has something to it. Every time I smell it it has mm-hmm. something to it that like that my nose really likes.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, that coffee not only is when it's roasted, can you smell it? But when our our lead roaster Zach's here and he has a bag open, if I walk in from Sorry. outside, I you, can smell you know what he's doing. I said, Is that Leticia? And he's like, Yep, and you can smell that that coffee just from being open. Yeah. Oh so when we so first different.
1: had the conversation with Noah, uh, we all like like a fruity coffee and i i don't mean that in a uh we like it flavored we like every time we go to a good coffee shop that's what we're all gonna get we're all gonna get like whatever uh roast they have that has some sort of fruity florally notes to it yeah that's one thing that our band actually all agrees on
5: (laughs) and that's what's so cool about the coffee industry right now uh 10 years ago, maybe even five years ago, you would say that mostly all the fruity, fruitier coffees, fruit uh, forward profiles would come from Ethiopia uh, or Africa, somewhere in that region, like Kenya, uh, Tanzania. Uh, but with the development in the specialty coffee industry and roasters working with a lot of uh, farmers, um, this, this middle coffee's from Honduras uh, and that's just very unheard of 10 years ago to have a fruity, such a fruit forward coffee come from Honduras. But they just didn't do natural processed coffees. Uh, the reason why Ethiopia and Africa has done it for so long is water is very difficult uh, in the mountains of Ethiopia. Uh, so to do a washed coffee, you have to have a water source. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of small farmers, all they could do is natural processed coffees. Uh, and so uh, as times are changing, uh, Brazil's doing a lot of naturals. Uh, Guatemala's doing some naturals, Honduras. Uh, so you're finding those different kind of uh, processing methods really make a difference um, in the taste of the coffee. So,
1: Very nice. Cool.
5: So now I'm going to just take and gonna skim the top off of here so we don't want to slurp on any grounds. Can we just dump it in one of these cups? Yeah, I'll just come around and oh. That way you guys... It gets kind of messy the first couple times doing it.
1: And you're just dumping the coffee grounds out Yeah, of it. I'm just trying to get it's all the grounds that are left on top. Most of them go
5: to the bottom. Like I said before, you don't want to drink coffee grounds. It kind of messes up the flavor. But we're just going to skim off the top.
1: I don't know, man. Uh, you're talking about guys who who go to the some of the best coffee shops in the world on tour, and then sometimes we finish the night at Waffle House. Yeah,
5: yeah.
1: <laughs> we're yeah. not afraid to drink the grounds, and we're not afraid to you know drink diamonds in a cup. There you go.
5: Or have it built? Uh, so we had it built. Yeah. So my stepfather is a fabricator, like what we hear next door. And uh, he built the frame. Then my 85-year-old grandfather uh, is a jack-of-all-trades. And so this is just a piece of butcher block on top. And he stained and polyurethane the top. He actually did all of our tables in our coffee shop, so all the tabletops mm-hmm. uh, in the shop and here, um, here stain polyurethane all of them. I don't have the patience for that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like the color. It's a, kind of a coincidence but the color of the stain is actually called espresso. <laughs> so Poetic. It kind, of, it kind of was fitting for a that my voice was that happy I just liked the color and that was just the name of the, the name of the stain. the <laughs> stain?
1: What's that? Well they all three still smell good. That's a good sign. Yeah. The pallets are ready, the palates are primed.
5: So typically we, the worst mistake you can make during a cupping is to taste too early yeah. and burn your tongue, <laughs> and you can't taste anything the rest of the time. That's a good call. So we normally wait eight to 10 minutes from that first water. It gives it enough time to kind of cool down. And what's interesting is when we're trying to evaluate our roast profiles, we do a cupping, and we'll taste it about eight minutes. And as we go, we'll keep scoring it as it cools, uh, because as the coffee cools, you can get different flavor notes. flavor notes. and a coffee should taste good from hot to room temperature. Uh, so that's when you know you really achieve something good. Is when you go to taste that last drink, and it's lukewarm or room temperature, and it's still drinkable. Yeah, you know you've done a good job with the roast profile. So finding that optimal temperature is important. Alright. So, let's see where we're at time-wise. We're at 13 minutes, so we should be in pretty good shape. So, here you just want to get a little bit on your spoon. This is kind of awkward and funny. And uh, just get a little bit on your spoon, and you're just going to simply slurp it. And as you do, you want to kind of aerate so you can get it, roll it over your tongue and kind of taste all the different parts of the coffee. Um, so, on this, this point, we're going to taste the flavor. We're going to kind of evaluate the acidity. Uh, how acidic is the coffee? We're going to evaluate the body. Like body means, is it a full body, like drinking milk-ish? Or like a thin body would be like water. So how, how thick is the coffee? It, you don't want it to be thick like milk, but that's a good analogy. Um, what's the balance, like how's it put together? Coffee should have like a beginning, a middle and an end. So a lot of times you drink coffee, you might take a drink and like you don't taste anything until the very end and it finish is really harsh. Or the opposite, coffee could be like very fruit forward to the front, woo, like, Wow, it was great, and then nothing at the end. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to get a balance, a nice structure, beginning, the middle, and the end. Uh, then your aftertaste, does it leave your mouth feeling funky? Is there a weird taste? Does it finish nice? Does it have a nice balance? Um, so we're gonna kind of evaluate all those things uh, as we cut through these. So it's just gonna kind of slurp and it's still a little warm. taste this coffee kind of has a not a real thick body um, has I kind of taste a little uh, on the back end some floral floral <coughs> notes not so much like biting into a piece of fruit or anything it's more a nice fragrance this coffee doesn't leave you like with a weird kind of no. it has a nice finish to it has a good balance
1: Doesn't taste crazy acidic either. Some of the some of the higher end stuff you can kind of get into that like it's got a great flavor, but then after a couple seconds you're like, yeah. damn, yeah. this is gonna destroy me. Yeah.
5: is just a good good
3: coffee.
5: In the middle one, we'll do the same thing. Kind of taste the hopefully the differences between the two.
1: I'm gonna get a, uh, <laughs> yeah,
5: Take a nice swig. Yeah. Oh, between. I forgot, to, I forgot to do that between the two. Clean the
1: palette, baby.
5: Mm-hmm. I
2: did
1: before. We're cleaning the palate with sparkling water. It's
2: open, fancy. Open water.
5: Open sparkling water. Sustainable packaging. Very nice. Plastic free oceans. Do you have a relationship with this company? Yes, yeah, so they're based out of Michigan. Um, and we wanted to try to find something that was not just bottled water. Um, and I had their sparkling water at a shop in Cincinnati. I'm like, for some reason, I thought it was the best tasting sparkling water ever. That's good. I think good. the can just keeps it cooler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, plus, it yeah. looks cool.
1: Makes me feel like I'm drinking a beer, which is go. good.
5: It's actually the same packaging that Coors Light uses, she yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. it Makes Do me you, the silver bullet. Yeah. Do you uh, Have you ever seen a <laughs> company called uh, Boxed Water?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I found that and the first time we ever had that was in michigan okay i don't think it's based out of michigan but it's just interesting like that this coming from michigan i was introduced to that in michigan oh yeah so the middle one you can kind of taste
5: it's real juicy it is a good good description of
1: the middle one is one that if we went into a coffee shop we would all really like this And and we would have never tasted something like that yeah it's not not a common flavor. Matt would really like this. This is this is a Matt coffee for sure. That's good. Uh, it's the thing that I like about it is that I don't know the the technics of it, but it, it tastes low acidity, which mm-hmm. is probably because of the the floral and the fruit, so mm-hmm. it balances it out. Yeah. I don't know if it actually is low acidity or not. That's nice though. I like that.
5: A lot of. People have a hard time to, uh, differentiating the difference between a, like yeah. a real high acidity coffee and a bitter coffee.
3: Yeah.
5: Like acidity can be high. You want some acidity in coffee. Yeah. But you don't want that bitter taste, that offensive. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah. So this 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 has a little bit of acidity to it, but it's not offensive and it's not going to probably eat your stomach up. Yeah. yeah. Make make you feel bad after drinking it. Yeah, I really like this. This is from our friend's. Oh, this is Speaking the one in Atlanta, right? Yeah, based out of Atlanta, Georgia. This the is a Honduras. natural Honduras. Mm-hmm. The farmer's name uh, is a lady, Leticia Lopez. She's the young lady that stopped in our coffee shop. This was her first coffee, so her parents uh, are fifth-generation farmers, a retired Army vet, uh, and they bought her a farm. Uh, so it's a, their main farm is a big finca where they have cattle and all kinds of crops, and they employ a lot of people, they house a lot of people. Uh, they use 3,000 tortillas a day during harvest season. <laughs> so they have a lot of workers. Um, so it's a huge, huge farm, but they bought her a little piece of land up a little bit higher. So it's just a higher-grown coffee. Uh, this is actually, we were the first ones to ever put her name on a bag. And so our first batch that we released was Leticia Lopez. Uh, and it was her first time to ever have her name on a bag. So it's like her first, her That's first awesome. year. That's awesome. So It's a really good coffee for the first couple of years of the farm. And then the next one is going to be the last one, the blend of the two together. So hopefully we'll get some nice juiciness, uh, some nice fruity, some nice florals out of this. Hello? Yeah. Hungry, and on. Yeah, maybe when we finish up, I'll stop over. Thanks, man.
2: And this this is the 50-50 blend of the two, right?
5: The 50-50 blend, yeah. So I feel a lot of like, like, out of the two coffees, I think when you combine them together, the body is a lot bigger to it. Uh, it's like the texture of it in your mouth. That's what I really enjoy about this coffee, when you blend the two. Um, I think it's very, very, very juicy. Yes, still has nice. that, that yeah. fruit. Uh, balance there still has some floral notes. Yeah, um, it's a fun
1: little blend. Yeah, it's nice.
5: So, as they cool, you can keep a scratch, uh, kind of, see if you notice any difference between the flavors as they cool. And What I'll do here is I'm gonna brew up uh, this last one. And that's the two blended together right there. That's the there. two blended together, yep. This could so you, be a you, can of, you can kind of see the bean sizes once you blend them together are so different. And yeah. Even the roast, like the, the taste is a little, a little bit lighter Yeah. Uh, than the Ethiopia. So you blend them together, you get a little different profile. Ticia Lopez. So we typically uh, we'll do the cupping within 24 hours after roasting our coffee, if we're trying to really evaluate it, um, and then we'll wait 48 hours to brew the coffee. Uh, in the roasting process, a lot of CO two carbon dioxide gets trapped inside. A lot of gases uh, from cooking the coffee are still trapped inside, so that to so be released over time. Um, and so brewing a fresh coffee. You'll see, like when you put water to it, it'll bloom up real big, and a lot of gases will start coming off, and so it can really affect the taste of it. we will wait at least 48 hours before we actually brew. So, it. like, let that calm yeah. down a little yeah. bit. Yeah. It degasses. You'll, you'll notice if, like, you buy a bag of coffee, uh, it's very fresh, a lot of bags will blow up real big. Um, these ones have it covered up, but there's actually a valve on here mm-hmm. um, that will. It's yeah. a one-way valve, so it'll we'll let the, the gases out. If you can squeeze it. You'll hear it degas. It's a lot of like fresh coffee. The bags will be all blown up. Mm-hmm. So like, after we put them in the shelves, at the shop, we we'll have to go around and squeeze them, yeah. let all
2: that out. I always thought it was so you could smell the. I mean, you can't smell yeah. it, but I yeah. thought that was kind of the whole point. I didn't realize it was a gas thing.
5: Yep, it was to let all the gases out that are trapped inside. But forty-eight hours, you want to be able to really evaluate what you have. Uh, you want to cup it because cupping and actually brewing are way different. So what we tasted here will be similar to this, but it's a little bit different. And every coffee, the way it's brewed determines really what you're bringing out of it as well. Mm-hmm. So when we're roasting, we're roasting, okay, is this going to be for drip coffee? Is this going to be for pour over? Is this going to be for espresso? What's it going to be mainly used for? And then blends, you can kind of, when you're blending, you're trying to, to incorporate all those methods. So how is it going to be on pour over? What if somebody uses it for drip? Will it still be good? Um, and most of our coffees that we roast, we're trying to achieve a balance across all brew methods because yeah. everybody brews different at home.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: So today I'm going to brew on the Hario V60. I believe this gives us the best flavor out of the coffee, and really on what we're tasting. Everybody has their preferred method. Jared, our lead brewer, to love, the Chemex.
2: Is that the one that's behind it? It's the one behind, yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: The filter is just a little bit thicker than mm-hmm. the Kimex, and so it traps a little bit more of the oils. Uh, this filter here is a little thinner, so a lot of the oils that are, we're, we're tasting now, because it's straight mm-hmm. coffee grounds and the water we're drinking, um, will come through, and so we'll really get to experience what the coffee really has to offer.
1: On appearance alone, I prefer the Beehive to the uh, Kimex. Yeah. I like the way it looks better. Mm-hmm. I'll let you guys all take a little sniff of that. Brown. Delicious. It smells delicious.
5: Yeah. What's the brew time on that? So here with the V60 we're gonna use um. Everybody's ratio is different, so ratio really has an effect of the total brew time. Right now I'm gonna use uh, 28 grams of coffee and a total of you'll see some of the CO2 coming out, 28 grams of coffee to 380 grams of water. I'm gonna to try to achieve a total brew time of under three minutes. Uh, so under three minutes. minutes. Yeah. So this initial phase is called the bloom. I just add about 40 grams of water and let all that uh, CO2 escape for about 30 seconds, I'm gonna start turning. Sorry to mess up your photo. Ah, uh, don't worry. <laughs> you do your thing. That's more important than the picture. Yeah.
1: No, if we can't put it on Instagram, it didn't even happen. It didn't even happen. <laughs> We're trying to be influencers here.
5: What's We're not the uh, What's
1: your scale there? What's the brand on that
5: one? Uh, this scale. The brand is Acadia and Pearl um, is the actual scale itself, the model. It's nicer than the one Pearl tried. <laughs> it, it reminds me a lot of Apple. Yeah. Yeah. All the packaging was very, yeah. very, very similar to Apple and the look of it.
1: Modern and tech.
5: We bought them because they were recommended to not break from the abuse of using them every day. We'll brew that guy. Because in three minutes, it should be dripped out. 380 grams of water, 28 grams of coffee. That's one thing, too, is one of the biggest things between uh, coffee shops and roasters and brewing at home. I didn't coffee at a restaurant. A lot of people come to our shop and say, Man, I had a pour over at your shop and I was so jittery. Um, what do you guys put in your coffee? Is it highly caffeinated? Um, and the biggest difference is the amount of coffee that you actually use versus water, so a lot of times uh, shops will use 24 grams of coffee, 375 grams of water, so only 5 grams less water, but a lot less coffee. Yeah. Um, we found this is a, a ideal brew for us, we love the, the balance it gives us, we love that it gives us actual coffee flavor, mm-hmm. and not just brown water. Yeah. So a lot of times when I go to other shops I'm disappointed by the body of the coffees, because I'm used to drinking 28 grams at 380 grams, so it's a heavier ratio. Um, anywhere from like 16 to 1 um, is about the common, so 16 grams of water, 1 gram of coffee is a, a general rule of thumb. We're on the heavier end over here, um, but I feel like it gives us the best balance.
2: Yeah, you had where were you getting your beans from when you first started
5: yeah so our partners uh deeper roots coffee out of cincinnati Mm -hmm. were our roaster um they're still our really good friends our mentors they actually were giving us some roasting advice last week um and so deeper roots out of cincinnati um they actually sold us all of our equipment Um, they taught us how to brew coffee they came to our shop uh their lead trainer Grady actually graduated from Troy High School, so he's a Troy native. Um, and so Did they didn't know that they've been a great partner to help us get going from day one. Um, when we when we thought about moving out into the roasting world, uh, we contacted them and said, "Hey, man, uh, thinking about this is the next step for our business, uh, as far as developing more relationships with more people and providing career paths." So a couple of our guys. Um, all they do is coffee. It's like a part-time job, like a high schooler or a college kid going to school and doing coffee on the side. They want to do coffee for a career. Um, and just having a coffee shop really is a hard to be a barista and try to make a living, a career out of it. But with the roasting side of the business, it allows us to do uh, a lot more things on a larger scale and sell a lot more coffee to create career paths and deepen the relationships and get closer to the source of the coffee. So yeah. um, they, t- it, they took me on a trip, Deep Roots did, to Guatemala last year. Uh, they do a lot of work in Guatemala and really opened my eyes to the difference they're making in other countries without really like waving a flag, showing everybody, hey, we're making this big yeah. difference. And like whatever, they're just doing really cool things They're making a difference in a lot of people's lives. And so we want to do the same thing. Um, and so they've been supporters. It's about a year process from like, hey, we want to roast, to actually having a roaster put into a building. Um, and they were supported the whole way and so they're they're, they're great friends uh, We were trying to partner with them in some way shape or form We were trying to buy some coffee from them, but it's kind of one of those things that like once you find your good sources You don't want to let them up um, And so we still use their um, espresso at our shop That's the last thing right now. We were using their cold brew some some of their coffee for cold brew um, Espresso is our last step um, In the roasting process of developing we have some espresso and it's good. It's just Will be way different than what we're using now, so we're gonna try to make a slow transition to, yeah. to our stuff. You're gonna get my so. wife
1: mad. Yeah. She shows up one day and her coffee doesn't taste <laughs> it doesn't the same. Taste, that's what we're trying to yeah, do. She's,
5: make it to where it's very, 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 very similar. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's coming at it. yeah So here it is guys, this is the blend. Natural Honduras and Washed Ethiopia.
1: Nice. It's great. It
5: has that nice mouthfeel, has that fruity. Yeah, you, The middle to it yeah. has that fruit in the middle and then I, mean, I get some floral on the end of it. Yeah. yeah. A little
1: full. Uh, yeah, I like how uh, it has that fruitiness but it also has the uh, thicker coffee taste of the mm-hmm. first one that we tried. Yeah. So it's not so like, the thing about the, the fruity one that I noticed is I really like the flavor of it but it doesn't have the
5: thickness, mm-hmm. the, yeah. the body to it. Yeah balance. Yes. Um, a lot yeah. of people that <clears throat> like the middle coffee, the natural Honduras, the Leticia Lopez, they typically drink it in the afternoon. It's like yeah. this is my afternoon coffee. It's not a hey punch me in the face and wake me up in the morning coffee. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. I want to sip on for a while. I want to do it flash brewed over ice in the summer. For sure. Um, and so they drink it in the afternoon. This coffee, this blend, is like a well balanced between the two, where you could drink it in the morning. It uh, yeah. still has that nice full coffee feel. Got a big body to it but has a nice, juicy, fruitiness yeah. to it as well.
1: Yeah, I think, I think it's cool. And for me, since it's gonna be our, like our, you know, the dream would be to have a couple of different roasts yeah. that fit different needs and different fun avenues for our fans. Yeah. But we w- the first one, you gotta have that great morning cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. And to me that the the thickness you've got to have the thickness Mm -hmm. i I definitely see what you're saying about the the middle one because you could pop it over ice and it's almost like a it's like an iced tea style coffee yeah Yeah. Yeah.
5: very tea like yeah Mm -hmm.
1: you know it has all the the coffee to it but like it's not as like like this tastes like a great cup of like morning coffee Mm -hmm. winter tastes like Mid, a Midwest winter cup of
5: coffee. Yeah. Yeah, I've been getting the Leticia Lopez flash brewed every afternoon. <laughs> yeah. I just to me it tastes like you're, when you do it flash brewed, you brew it hot and you chill it over ice. You get a lot of those profiles, those, those flavors, and it's like biting into a strawberry. Like, it's just so, so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Really do you good. guys taste the difference between the cupping versus the brew method? It's I like do because
1: this is how I, like the brew method is how I would mm-hmm. yeah. drink coffee. Uh, this tastes more like a uh, I don't know, like if we were at intelligence here or something mm-hmm. like that. That's what this tastes yeah. like. It tastes more like I, a. I noticed science more, experiment. I
2: noticed more of the the, the fruity flavors in this rather than in the cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. here I taste more of the earthy coffee from the first one. Here I taste more of the
5: second one.
4: Yeah, I feel like it's got more body in this. Definitely in you know, this one. Yeah,
5: it feels very thin here.
4: Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's great. Have you already <laughs> kind of played around with this? Um, so, or-, or, or are you doing it Right here, right yeah. now for the first time. this
5: is, the, we, we tested, Zach and I tested it on Wednesday. Okay. Um, so the washed Ethiopian, this is the first roast on the washed Ethiopian and he hit it out of the park, like home run. Um, so we just got this coffee, this landed uh, about three weeks ago and we roasted it for the first time last week. Um, and that's what we're tasting today. We roasted it again on Wednesday and we cupped it and it doesn't taste as good. So the first roast was like the home run. Um, and so we blended the two together on Wednesdays. I said, hey, what do you think? And he's like, this is amazing. And I made a Chemex of it, and he took the Chemex and went over to the roaster and was sitting there drinking it the whole day while he was roasting. <laughs> I got like one little cup is all I got. Um, so, yeah, the first the first little test was uh, on Wednesday. Um, and you guys were the first ones to, to taste it besides for, for Zach. Awesome. So, yeah. Well, we appreciate
1: fun. you letting us in because yeah. it is at – A great experience because we're all coffee drinkers. Um, That's one of the things that we do while we're on tour the most, because we're not alcohol drinkers, really. You know what I mean? So, like, our waking up, uh, we're kind of weird. Our waking up is like we'll stop at like someplace stupid, like Starbucks, because we'll be coming from a hotel just to get the job done. Yeah,
4: typically in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and Uh, then
1: when we hit whatever city that we're going to load all the gear in, and then immediately, like, we'll all do some research. What's the best shop around here? How yeah. can we get there? Uh, preferably walkable, but we will drive to places we want to go yeah. to.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's what makes it so, uh, yeah. so fun.
5: Jeez. And that's what's cool about coffee is you can put, you can have the same coffee uh, and go to a different city and a different roaster roast it on a different For sure. machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And have a completely different coffee. Yeah, Uh, we sent the Leticia Lopez down to Georgia and we roasted it. Um, And her exact words were, You guys, uh, you guys hit this one out of the park. Fantastic roast. Best I ever had. Um, And so, like, even on their their roaster, they're not getting the same profile that we are Mm -hmm. uh, because it's just different. Yeah, different machine, different way. Uh, different customer base um, it it's West coast like is a little different than the east coast the yeah, uh, yeah. way that they roast the way that they brew ratios and so forth um, and so that's what's so cool is we got to travel and taste different coffees across the country and
1: it seems like a game of like inches mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I mean like if you switch up one yeah. whatever one step of the process yeah. you know between like how you could grind the coffee differently, yeah. you could. Uh, do pour over as opposed to French press, like all these things, yeah. you know, like they will all give you something different Absolutely. out of it, whether it be a flavor profile or the feel of the coffee. Yeah. That, that, that's crazy to yeah. me. That's what it's makes like it really interesting. It's like a never-ending rabbit hole. Like, yeah. It is. You go down and, and you're like,
5: oh man, it's so good. But, like, like Zach what say, if we saying, what this? if we do this? Like, yeah. And like literally in the roasting process, it's literally a degree. Yeah. I mean, yeah. A, a degree makes a huge difference. Uh, Ten seconds makes a huge difference in um, the brewing process. Uh, grind size. I mean, one little click on that grinder. I mean, there's 11 big numbers with 10 in between, so 111 uh, different or 100, yeah, 11 different uh, or 10 different numbers. And one number makes a huge difference. You know? Yeah, uh, for sure. tastes change the whole cup. Yeah. Uh, the it's water temperature. If you go two more degrees hotter, two more degrees cooler, it'll give you a whole different profile. So.
1: It's interesting because if you compare it to what we do, like if we were writing a song, two BPMs on the tempo mm-hmm. could make the song feel drastically different. It could change the song from being like a hit to like just being a song that nobody listens yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. It's like that little nuance. Yeah. That's kind of how it uh, how it compares songwriting to.
5: Yeah, yeah. Trying that's to what's create what's, some blend. Yeah, that's what's so cool. It's all artisan. Yeah, you know I mean, what yeah. you guys do is. Yeah. It's an art form. Yep. I mean coffee roasting, coffee brewing is all in art form and so it's it's pretty
1: cool. Yeah, it's fun to see you guys taking the next step because the the easy kill is making the <laughs> brewing the coffee, yeah, yeah. letting people come in and buy it, yeah. you know, at a time. But like this is yeah. a nice nice uh pivot to your business. Yeah. You know, you can go. And it's it's gotta keep you busy. Yeah. Yeah. It's as so far it's as like difficult. mentally, you know what I mean, like trying to figure yeah. out all this stuff and like
5: yeah, green green coffee buying has been the hardest thing we've I've done so far in the whole coffee industry, um, because there's there's so much I again mean, it's it's a, a point here a point there uh, could change the whole cup of the coffee and yeah. you don't want to buy ten thousand dollars worth of a coffee that's kind of good <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. it, it's kind of good um, and that, that's the thing you gotta you you don't just buy ten pounds at a time you buy one hundred fifty pound bags at a time and so. That's the biggest mistake that we've heard that roasters have made is in the green coffee buying. Like Unless sure you're not doing, doing the research. Yeah, on like, not, like not not not, not, not cupping getting, getting that. And yeah, that and and you're really on. making sure uh, you have tight. I mean, because it's a changing environment. I mean, the coffee industry farms yeah. experience different things, uh, diseases, droughts, different things affect the crop. Imagine like if um, something happens weather-wise yeah, in that area yeah. for a long
4: time, like yeah. it's a dry season. Yeah.
5: Yeah, last, last year was a real wet uh, year in Guatemala during the processing, so they had a lot of naturals they were trying to dry, they couldn't get them dry. And so there was no naturals last year from Guatemala because it was so wet during the, the harvest yeah, season. Wow. So everything changes, um, and so that's what's cool is being able to work directly with a couple farmers. So we work directly with a farm in Honduras and a farm in Colombia that my wife and I were able to cup coffee with in New York City last year. And those are our two direct relationships right now. And so we can talk to them uh, throughout the week and. Hear what's going on. The whole COVID has opened our eyes to how it's different in different countries. Yeah. Uh, but we're working directly with them and making direct impacts, and hopefully be able to go visit and see what's going sure. on and yeah. uh, meet the the faces behind what's going on there, and really just get close to the source. You know I mean, yeah. watching people walk up a mountain at 4:30 a.m. to to pick coffee off a tree all day was really humbling experience. I, you know I, I mean? imagine. So, yeah. Did you get? To, did
3: you?
5: Did you? When you went there, when you went to Honduras, did you kind of work? Yeah, so we went to Guatemala. Guatemala um, I wouldn't call it work. <laughs> they were working, Sure, but we were you... we were doing what they were doing on but, a small scale. So, yeah. so you were able to kind of yeah. do every little bit of the yep. process? Yeah, yeah so a we, process. we got from uh, from the nursery where they were growing the saplings. We got a splice, uh, they were doing a lot of different grafting with, with trees now. So there's coffee arabica, coffee robusta, Um, Robusta doesn't taste as good as Arabica, but Robusta has a lot of good profiles. So they're actually grafting uh, Robusta coffee roots with Arabica tops. So we we grafted trees. Uh, So it's really like these tiny little saplings. we were grafting them together in the nursery and watched all the nursery plants growing uh, all the way to the very end where they were picking them off and harvesting them and drying them on the patios to bagging them up to ship them out. We got to actually pick up bags uh, and load them into a container that was going to be put on a boat to come to uh, Chicago. Dark Matter Coffee, uh, wow. in Chicago, we got to load their their coffee, and it was like a hundred fifty pound bag on someone's shoulder. And these guys were just like throwing their swords like no big deal. And I'm like, Ugh. like I was one of like three guys that that could do it, and like I could hardly do it. <laughs> like one bag is all I did because it was heavy. Um, but yeah, the whole process, and a lot of it is uh, women are the biggest influencers in the harvesting and the sorting because they have a better eye, so they can find them the right cherries pick them at the right times so make them sort them better uh, so a lot of women were really doing a lot of cool things um, so, yeah
1: awesome well it's been eye opening and I think we found our blend it's great I think so, our fans are
3: going to love it
1: yeah, yeah. so we're going to pop this on our podcast on Monday where we're going to talk about what we love about coffee we're going to announce the roast then uh, we will have to we'll pick out the name by yeah. then
5: yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> But Is that something geez. you guys are not agreeing on? No, Again? not yet. I, I, I got like, I got five or six names. Dude. I, I have uh, <laughs> not even thought about it. No. Like I want like
1: that's, that. that's the next part of the conversation. Yeah. Uh, and then Mark and I will get together on the branding. Yeah. Um, and then we'll... Sweet. We'll be ready to go. Are Sweet. you...
2: I know that I heard something like
5: a wholesale price, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Is it gonna be a 12 ounce or 16 ounce bag? Uh, so there will be 12-ounce back. Okay. Yeah. I mean, actually, you guys can do whatever you want. What do you typically do? Um, the coffee industry is all 12-ounce typically. Yeah, it, it used yeah.
1: to be 16-ounce, like, when you were buying stuff in the stores and yeah. stuff yeah. like that. I guess, Every style. boutique-style coffee shop yeah. is definitely – it's 12 ounces yeah. for sure.
5: Yeah, 12-ounces. And then even – like, the, the industry is going smaller as like, the quality goes up. Mm-hmm. So we, yeah. we, just, we just bought a coffee that's $10 a pound green, <laughs> our cost, <Yeah. laughs> versus, like uh, – Three dollars to five dollars for a pound, or for a pound of coffee, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and we're gonna sell it in eight ounce bags. We only bought eighty eight pounds, but it's ten dollars a pound. Yeah. yeah, but it was freaking amazing, like yeah. off the charts. Yeah, too, it's like one of those it's like 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 small, like just a little bag. Yeah, yeah. Um, but twelve ounces is about so so is what most roasters keep, do. You're, you're paying for
2: you're paying for the quality, mm-hmm. and and yeah. you're and you're not gonna brew it like you would. You're not gonna have three cups. Yeah, every day. It's more no. like. No. Uh,
1: inviting your friends over yeah. for, a, you know, a wonderful brunch or something yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah. You know, it's not any different than going and buying a nice bottle of something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it wouldn't be
5: your Boone's Farm daily drinker. but Yeah, yeah. It'd be your top shelf. We, yeah. went, we, went, we went to a whiskey tasting. I yeah. uh, watched my wife drink whiskey I don't drink. And that's what they were referring to. Like this one's aged for X amount. Longer and this and that, like, you yeah. just you just sip it here and there. Um, so what we'll do with that is we'll have a few bags, like 50 bags available, and then we'll brew it in our shop for like five to seven dollars a cup. Mm-hmm. So we can brew it for people, it's so like we can mess it up, <laughs> not them. Yeah, um, a lot of people are like, I don't want to buy it cause I'm afraid to spend 25 bucks yeah. and then go home yeah. and mess and, it up. And since, um, and since you can do pour over, yeah. you have yeah. total so we can, control, we can over. give them the best cup and they can experience it and taste it, yeah. and then go home yeah. and try it. Duplicate it if they want yeah. to. Um, but yeah, it's just something fun. It's a whole new processing method. It's called uh, aer- aerobic fermentation. So, basically, long story short, in the process of fermenting the coffee in the water tank, they suck out all the oxygen uh, in this weird system. Uh, and so, there's no oxygen while the coffee's fermenting. Uh, and so, it just creates a very, very different profile. Um, our, our lead roaster, Zach, has been a barista about six years now. And the shop he previously worked at in Bowling Green, uh, they were a multi-shop roasters. They used like two to three different roasters every single week. So they were finding the best coffee all across the country. And the one year they used over 200 different roasters. Damn. Um, but they, so he tasted some of the best of the best. Yeah. Uh, he said, I've never tasted a coffee like this before. Like It was just mind blowing. When we, we smelled it, we literally like, bro, you got to stop and still on number five. Like it was just out of this world. Where did um, you go to, to 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 check that out? Yeah, so this came from our, our direct relationship uh in Colombia, Cafe Tio Conejo. Um and they're working with a partner in their region. Um it's just a, a guy and his wife, their small little farm. Uh, and they're just doing some crazy uh, fermentation. So you so you bought some to try, you did. Yeah, so so the way the process works is when you're working directly with farmers or even importers. They'll send you what's called a sample roast. So like uh, a sample, um, they pull from there. They, they can ship these over like from air, from mm-hmm. Columbia, before they actually load the containers and ship the coffee by by boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they'll ship these over by air, just little samples, and they'll give them to us, uh, and we'll roast them up and try them. And that's gotcha. how we decided to buy. Gotcha. Uh, so yeah, it was just, I mean, it literally what I told the guys that we were cupping with was I smelled it. I, I said, this smells like Victoria's Secrets, guys. like. Just the aroma of the fragrance of the perfume yeah. when you walk yeah. into that place. I was like, hey, you guys, you gotta smell you're gonna think I'm crazy, but smell this. And it's just so floral and perfumey and like tasted nothing like coffee. And yeah. Just a crazy experience. But,
1: awesome. Yeah, man. Well Sounds cool. great. Thank you yeah. very much. Thanks for, for stopping the, uh, out guys. Yeah. The experience was great and we can't wait to uh, get our fans drinking this.
5: Yeah, and uh, let me ask you a question. Can we help you clean up? No, no, I'll I'll get it an answered. Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Absolutely. I think it. I've, I'm gonna look this up because I, I don't know if it's if it's uh, fuck.